This is the 19th season of Bass Talk Live. BTL is presented by Bass Cat Boats, Striking Lures, Aftco, Pro Guide Batteries, X Zone Lures, Shoreline Boat and RV Repair, Spro, Gamakatsu, Big Bite Baits, The Bass Tank, Denali Rods, Beatdown Outdoors, and Sunline. BTL, coming at you. Good morning, and welcome to another exciting edition of BTL, Bass Talk Live, where we are going to talk about bass fishing. Uh, In-studio guest today, Scott Palmer from the Bass Tank. He comes in studio about every couple months to talk about all things uh, electronics. Got a couple things going on with uh, Mr. Palmer over at the Bass Tank that we're going to talk about. One is the Bass Tank Academy, but two, what I really wanted to get him in here for was I feel like an underutilized portion of the year is off-season electronics, figuring out uh, A, what to do with what you got during the entire year. So for me, I fish like the open EQs and then a bunch of local stuff. So I have all the different waypoints and trails and all sorts of things but then i'm starting a new year i'm going to be in a different boat i'm going to have new electronics so there's some stuff that you can do uh during the off season to make sure that you don't lose that stuff because that's important so whether it's uh waypoint management and storage transferring to units updating units uh we're going to go through all of those different things uh with scott when he gets into the studio he uh he got stuck behind a semi-convoy on the highway, like one of those uh, wide load deals. It took him like 15 minutes to get past it. So we'll talk about that. If you guys didn't have a chance to uh, listen yesterday to Rick Pierce, um, it was a two-hour show. And then I filmed immediately after that show with Britt Myers Jr., uh, rookie on the Bassmaster, or not the Bassmaster, on the MLF Invitationals in 2023, and really impressed with uh, Britt Myers Jr. I think he said he was 23, 24, guiding full time in between uh, fishing the Invitationals this year, uh, and a really cool story about how he kind of got into it. Really, actually, got into it late, as opposed to a lot of these kids who kind of grew up on the water. Uh, with their dads. He was more into the sports. So uh, that will uh, drop the second week of December. I'm actually headed to El Salto then to experience Mexico for uh, the very first time. But uh, we had Rick on live and there's a lot of stuff that Rick said. If you guys, uh, if you guys haven't listened to the Rick Pierce interview, I would highly suggest that one. But one of the things we kind of touched on uh, that I was planning on doing at the end of the show, but we'll just move it to the beginning of the show is uh, Bassmaster came out at the end of last week with the opens EQ field. And really the question uh, two years ago when Bassmaster went from three divisions of the opens where the top three in each division made it to the Bassmaster Elite Series, then the top three uh, overall also made it to the Elite Series. Uh, they switched that two years ago to the top nine that fished all nine made it to the Elite Series. And the question was how many people would sign up for that $1,800. The payback is not fantastic for fishing all nine. You're talking anywhere from 29 to 35, $3,600 uh, for a top 40 finish. Obviously the top end payout was good, but 176 last year signed up for that, which is astronomical. I think when you think you're 25, $30,000 in. So we saw 
uh, the nine that made it this past year. We've talked about that with uh, Millican. I think he's 32, maybe 33 as the oldest. Uh, and then John Garrett at 28, the second oldest, but the average age of the top five was like 23. And the average age of the entire field was 26 and a half that made it to the 2024 uh, Bassmaster Elite Series through the 23 EQs. Uh, and the f- I-, I was... I was interested to see how many, cause I knew there were some guys that were going to the MPFL. I knew there, there were some guys that were just like, Hey, I can't sustain this economically fishing all of the opens. Uh, and then they came out with the interesting, uh, schedule, you know, South Carolina, twice, Florida, Minnesota, no New York on the schedule, but a hundred over 150 anglers signed up for the EQs. Now there's in the article that, uh, bash released, right before the end of right before the weekend uh obviously there's some guys that some some big name guys that were left out like ty Ow and stuff who's announced that he's coming over i think you're going to see uh a lot of well i know you do because the the, the field has released a lot of the uh, invitational anglers that are moving to the Bassmaster opens uh when i talked with Britt Myers jr i think he finished 24th in uh one of the divisions of the toyota series and they take the top five uh, so it kind of worked down that list, which tells me there's a lot of anglers coming over from the invitationals. But uh, one of the things I thought Bass did a really good job of was increasing the payout uh, for that 20 to like 15 to 30th place going to five thousand dollars just for a check. And when we had Jacob Wheeler on the show, you know, he was talking about that that middle, that top middle angler is really where the health of the organization is which i thought was an interesting way to look at it i'd never looked at it like that before we always want to look at the top end payout how much it's paying and then how deep in the field it's paying but making those guys in that 15 to 30 range that 12 or 10 to 30 range uh actually earn money with a five thousand dollar check at each open now i know it's not but you're breaking even and you're making a little bit i think is a good move uh for bass i also thought uh one of the really good things that the open eqs did that hasn't been highlighted a lot is they're paying out uh the top 10 in the angler of the year overall so uh, like JT Tompkins, he makes it. Yeah, he had a good year. He obviously finished first. He made a lot of money uh, just through tournament earnings, but he didn't get, uh, I, I think he got maybe like a $10,000 for first place and that was it. But uh, the fact that entry fees are due within two weeks after, for the Elite Series, within two weeks after qualifying through the open EQs in 24, uh, having i think what is it thirty five forty thousand dollars for the payout the angler of the year purse combines for a hundred and ten thousand dollars for the opens in for the top 10 in 2024 so all of those anglers who qualify for the elite series will at least be able to get their deposits paid to have some cash on hand that's additional to what they make throughout the year which obviously if you finish in the top 10 uh i mean i guess technically you could finish 41st 42nd in the events but uh I think that's a great idea too, is to add that uh, money to the angler of the year payout. And then over $3.1 million over the course of the season with nine events all live. So uh, very excited to see where the open EQs go in 2024. They kick off uh, the 1st of February, we'll be headed down to Okeechobee. uh, And then a lot of, uh, a a lot of big names in it. I mentioned this uh, on the show 
yesterday, but Cliff Pace, Randall Tharp, uh, Daryl Gleason, Chad Grigsby, Brett Height, Charlie Hartley, Mike McClellan, Mike McClellan incidentally will be on BTL uh, talking about his decision to move to the Bassmaster Opens tomorrow at 8.30. So uh, just a little segment there on the Opens. I know we've kind of talked about it uh, off and on since it's been up, but I haven't really just kind of sat down and crunched the numbers and uh and really dissected it so uh we're gonna take our first break of the show when we come back we'll get uh scott palmer from the bass tank in studio uh if you guys have any questions go ahead and throw them up in the instant feedback uh btl on a tuesday it's thanksgiving week we're actually not gonna have a show on thursday we're gonna get frank the day off uh november 21st we'll be back right after this the new puma sts has been redesigned from the ground up With the angler, design, function, and performance in mind, nothing on this new offering was compromised, and the only thing carried over from the previous version is the name. Based on the soft-touch series hull that started with the flagship Jaguar, this new model is nimble and performs incredibly well at all speeds with either a 250 or 300 horsepower engine. Featuring a new 96-inch wide-body footprint, this hull measures out at 20 foot 7 inches in length. Industry-leading design coupled with tournament-winning performance. The Puma STS from BassCat. Feel the rush. Guys, if you're a construction worker, soccer dad, soccer mom, you want to be outdoors, you've seen the Reaper. This right here is the zip up full Reaper, but it's windproof, folks, windproof. And it actually has the mask built in. It's behind me. I mean, if you can look good, feel good, and stay warm, you better check it out. It's the zip up Reaper. That's right, windproof. Elite Series Pro Daryl Gleason here. My Pro Guide batteries keep me going on those long tournament days and long practice days. Always plenty of juice, never fail. The best part about Pro Guide batteries, it's the people behind the company. They have over 40 years experience in the battery business, keeping all of us fishermen out on the water longer, catching more fish. Check them out at ProGuideBatteries.com. What's up, Bass Talk Live fans? Brandon Polinick here. And ever since I won a couple Bassmaster Elite Series events on X-Zone Lures, I've been getting a bunch of questions of what makes them so special and different. And really, the truth is, it's in the details. The little details, things like no cheap fillers in their plastic, that gives you more lifelike action, more realistic and vibrant colors. But don't just take my word for it. Go to www.xzonelures.com and check them out for yourself. All right, we're back. Uh, we got Scott Palmer in studio. You got semi'd. I got semi'd. Bad. It, it was a rolling roadblock. Is the only thing I know how to do it. You know, I mean, hey, hats off to the truckers. I know they're doing a job, but man, when you're trying to get somewhere, it uh, it just it amplifies it. You know, it makes it feel like this time is just going forever slow. But yeah, we made it. Uh, make sure you talk up into the mic. Yeah, so yeah is that? Is that better right there? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, no, you're, all good. Right, sweet. you're good. Uh, so I always like to stay a little bit away. I don't like to, but I don't mind staying far, farther away from the ramp, like on tournament yeah. weeks. Yeah. 
Uh, but then I always wonder like, Hey, what if something happens on a yeah. 30 to four? Cause I like, you know, a 30 to 40 minute drive, you yeah. can stop at a gas station 20 minutes in, lets the Red Bull get going. Yeah. You kind yeah. of gets your head right. So yeah. it's not just wake up and boom, yeah. you're at the ramp. Uh -huh. But I always wonder what happens. you're kind of putting yourself at a, a little bit of a risk, the longer drive you have, because yeah. statistically you have more of a chance that something's going to happen. Yeah. And what happens if you have a flat tire, you know, um, so you have to build that stuff in and stuff like that, you know? And so now I'm not a morning person. Anyone who knows me knows I'm not a morning person, which is, are you not? Oh, I'm, oh, I call yeah. you early sometimes. It's fine. It's fine. Like whatever, you know, but just, just know that you're not getting the best version of me. I am a night owl on the other hand. Okay. Like, Hey, let's do this at two o'clock in the morning. And for some random reason, I'm going to be up. I can't sleep. My brain's going a thousand miles. Um, but if I go to bed early, I could go to bed at eight o'clock and I'm still going to struggle up in the morning, like, which is dumb because I hunt, I fish, I do everything with all the morning activities and I'm not a morning person. See, um, I'm up at, I was up at three 30 this morning. Yeah. You probably caught me going to bed. Like as you were getting up, I was probably going to bed. Really? Yeah. Actually last night I actually got in bed early. I've been having some sleep issues lately. I've been like yeah. going to bed at one or two, waking up <laughs> at like three 30 or four. Yeah, so that's not good. I, 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 st up, I still I'm, like my sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I still like my sleep, but you no, know, I mean, look, I, uh, I was actually pretty, I came down off an adrenaline high. I, I killed a nice, I saw that yeah. you got a nice deer. Yeah. Killed a nice buck. So I'm tagged out. I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. I never fill my buck tags this early, you know, so Oklahoma, we get two bucks a year and I'm done. I'm done. So I don't know what to do. I guess I'll go fishing. You know, yeah. I actually get to fish the tail end of this fall slash winter transition, which actually kind of is a little bit exciting, you know, start shooting some ducks before too long. They'll show up. Did I call you too early on the battery issue? That was like no, 730 no, in the morning. No, I'm, I usually get up. It's just a, it's a process for me. You know, I, I would love to be able to sleep in until eight o'clock. Um, you know, back when we were a kid, I could sleep till mm -hmm. noon. That doesn't happen. I typically still wake wake up between five thirty and six. It's just it takes me a while for my brain to engage. You know, it wasn't a battery issue. I need to I need to make sure I make that clear. It was a charging. It, it was a me charging issue that it was, resulted it was, in. It was an operational. Explain what happened because I think a lot of people have gone through that issue because i mean i used them five straight days in a row at table rock and i only charged yeah. them once but yeah. but it worked flawlessly <laughs> yeah. once i got the green yeah uh, i mean so if i remember correctly you called me and you were concerned yeah that, so i finished the last open yeah and in vintage fashion i was i was done for yeah. a while yeah and yeah. i backed the boat in the garage yeah. and i plugged the boat in and i didn't look at it yeah for several weeks yeah just to get my head right, get back in the swing right. of the show. Oh, yeah, just, absolutely. It was good for the soul. Yeah. And uh, what I didn't realize was like, the you know, I plugged in, but the other end wasn't plugged into the wall. Yeah. And then uh, I went fishing in someone else's boat, like just a couple days after that. So yeah. I opened up a rod locker, grabbed a couple rods. Now, yeah. I know they have a shutoff deal, but it's still basically... Yeah. When I went to charge it, I got all red lights yeah. three weeks later and was like, ooh, did I kill it yeah couldn't get it to charge that was yeah. my problem right i mean i charge it charge it charge it couldn't get it to charge but i did not understand how it all worked yeah and so what what essentially had happened was your batteries had gotten so low that they had gone to sleep you yeah. know because you're, you're my agms you're, you're well your you're, cranking battery your, your, your cranking battery was just low it was just low and it gets to a certain point of discharge and you've got to have the right charger to and, and any anymore let's just address that anymore 
your digital chargers know how to bring those batteries back up in a trickle. You know, they're not going to overrun them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's essentially what happened. It just gotten so low that it basically killed it, you know, and so it's going to take a long time. But when you get a battery that is at a full discharge or basically close to a full discharge, um, and we're talking AGM lead acid, lithium would have just shut off and been asleep and you have to wake it back up. We use that term. You can't just put the full like, hey, here's if it's a 10 amp or 20 amp charger, you can't just rush that into that battery because it, it won't respond. It's got a trickle to kind of wake it up, kind of get the chemicals uh, reaction going on again. Um, and that's essentially what you had. But if you remember, once we actually got it up, I think when you first had it, it was like showing like six volts. Is that right? I'd have to go back yeah. into this, the text messages. Yep. But So I plugged uh, it in originally yeah. and nothing happened. Yep. And then I put it on the external charger. Yep. yep. Like directly to the red and the black yep and nothing still happened but i had only given it like two hours yep. so i called you and i was like i think i screwed myself yep. here yep and uh basically after we talked through it it was like no we just need to give this more time and then once you got it up then that's you know once you basically let it set for what probably four or five hours you it know took about six hours for yeah. it and yeah. I, you know i had my power pole charge yeah. app uh, and I kept looking and I'm like, nothing's happening. Nothing's no. happening. Nothing's happening. And then one time when I looked, it was like, oh, the battery woke up. Yep. Yep. And that's, that's essentially finally got those chemical reactions where when you just have a, a standalone charger, it's not as, um, you know, we call it a dry charger, not the, not the one that you're going to um, plug into your boat or mount to your boat. Yeah. This is the one I just bought at like yep. Walmart. Yeah. It's like a box. Yeah. It's gray. just a real basic, yeah. you, you know, it's you a, can it's choose a, between what? 12. Yeah, thirty six and a hundred. Yeah, or amps. something, and then you can do like lead acid, AGM, AGMs, yeah. and you might something. be able to do lithium on that, probably. You know, but um, in the end, basically, it just needed time, yeah. and it needed to just say, "Hey, it took like twenty hours." Yeah, yeah, it will. When you when you run them down that low, it's it's a slow process to bring them back. Now, lead acid are tricky because if we completely kill the chemical reaction. Um, we can, if we take it to a full discharge, we may never get that battery back. There's a couple tricks and I will be safe to use this very cautiously. Basically, if you think the battery is dead and there's no warranty, don't do this because this will absolutely void your warranty. I don't care who the battery manufacturer is. Um, this is just, a, this is just a option. This is an option. So, so you not always want to, option, this is not option. a good option. This is something that my battery manufacturers out there saying, Scott, don't say it, please don't say it. Don't recommend that. But I'm just going to tell you it's worked time and time again. And I would only do this if I knew I was going to have to replace the battery out of my pocket. So understand that. If you do this, you're not going to get a warranty. It's like these guys do to their trucks. Yes. Yeah. Like um, this, this is the, hey, I'm in a bind. But first of all, anytime you fill a lead acid battery with water, you need to be using distilled water. We don't want to add extra chemicals in it. Now, here's the caveat. The reality is the minerals and, you know, tap water, if we want to call it, the lifespan of that battery for that water to actually truly have a negative effect and kill lifespan, we're going to replace that battery anyway. Mm-hmm. We're just, we are, you know, but I still recommend distilled water because let's, let's give the battery the best chance you have to have the best chemical reaction. The other side is if you have a lead acid battery that is dead, that you cannot get to come up, take you just a little bit of rock salt, a little bit, not a lot, not a lot. Listen, like less than a tablespoon across all cells and just put it in there. Cause we're trying to get some like jump start. But again, if I'm a battery manufacturer, I am pulling my hair out right now saying, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this guy just said that. Be careful. I'm look, I'm, I'm looking at the camera, you know, okay. I'm telling you, this is not a, this is not a uh, battery manufacturer approved 
hack. This is just a life experience hack. And if you you're doing this yourself, if you you know get battery acid on yourself and burn yourself, BTL accepts no liability. Neither does the bass tank. And these you know these opinions are what it, what is the disclaimer yeah, I need to say yeah, here? These are opinions of Scott Palmer <laughs> and no way associated with BTL or the bass tank. The bass this tank is already <laughs> battery. So how now, did you learn all this stuff? See, I've got a scar somewhere. You know, it's. No, but just like anything, like you're a guy you could call and know all this stuff. There's no way you've encountered, like how? I've, I, you know, it's one of those things like, how do you learn anything? You just, something, some situation comes along and you go, your brain goes, I wonder. And some guys say, I wonder, and that's all it ever is. Yeah. And then I've always been the guy who says, I wonder. And then I went and did it. And I'm like, okay, I've wondered enough. You know, and that was so you were like this way before the bass tank. Yeah, that. yeah, I've always Have, been. We've never like gone into what you did before. Are you cool like talking about that? Sure, on air absolutely. Because I, I mean, just know that you, yeah, so a lucrative job doing something smart. That's pretty much <laughs> what I know. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I can't talk about specific clients, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to, yeah, yeah, from, yeah. But, but from generality standpoint, if you think of like, um, you know, we're in Oklahoma and we've got gas plants, you know, natural gas plants. Um, we've got industry, you know, big, big industrial facilities, refineries, power plants, um, you know, paper mills, things like that. They've got automation. So they've got a control room um, and they've got a guy sitting there at a computer watching the whole process go on. And one of my responsibilities was to um, make sure that they could do their job. You know, they had a, a, a control system, essentially, that would... Um, they could push a button and something cool happened. That's the way I best way to describe okay. it, you know, and basically they're monitoring their process. They're saying, Hey, I've got this vessel and I'm trying to main X amount of pressure. So they may need to open a valve or they may need to um, add water or something like that to, you know, maintain the pressures. And I would write the logic um, to make that process happen. What is logic? So the logic is the code behind okay, the scenes. That makes sense. And, and, and it, I understand this. I wasn't like literally like writing the, scripts which You're is making like, everything talk to each other yeah making everything talk okay. to each that's other that's why it makes so much sense for you the way you can network graphs and understand how yeah. graphs work because that's literally what you're it's just a different version of what, that did you go to college did you get a yeah, major yeah. what's a ma what major do you do to get into that so it's it's weird mine was electrical electronics technology and i and i actually when i first started off i want to do robotics like that was what i want to do i want to do i mean robotic arms robots Robot Wars. So if you want to know what Scott Palmer is all about. Are you a big fan of Robot Wars? I love Robot Wars. So you actually don't watch to see who wins. You watch to see like how the robots are made. Well, no, I also like the destruction too. Okay. I understand. You've got this nerd over here who loves the, the ins and outs of the robots. And then you've got the redneck in me that loves the destruction. And I'm unapologetically a redneck as well. So I'm a contradiction of sorts. Okay. Um, but... Uh, but no, that's, that's how, you know, I got my start. That's where I, I came from. You know, I grew up on a farm and guess what? Bailing water duct tape. If it can't be fixed for that, replace it with something can. You know, I mean, that's, that's what I, so I kind of had to learn that from that standpoint. Dad was very good about letting me, you know, trying to teach me everything he knew and then letting me, you was know. he a tech guy too? So dad's a farmer and a CPA. Okay. So, I mean, you know, so he, he lived on both sides of it. And yeah. He showed me that you could be a professional and also, uh, you know, uh, you know, a farmer. So you didn't work for like you work for a company that went in and yep. made other comp made sure 
the technology of the other companies was working. Yeah. Okay, so that makes so sense. so think of it like if you had a a company um, and you had a software that you were running, or yeah. you were gonna, um, you know, you you use certain software for this for you know to, for the show. Yeah. Um, and imagine that there was a company that went around and sold that. And then they had like, hey, we've got our support network that if you're having problems, you come in or you want to upgrade. Well, I would have been that guy that came in and helped with the upgrades. Okay. I helped maintain the computers. I had to be much more of an IT guy than I ever wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that's not really what it was. But, you know, we had a, um, a basically a product that we uh, we were a rep for, you know, kind of like I'm a, I'm a you know, Garmin Lawrence Hummingbird yeah. rep. You know, we were a rep for that product as well. Um, and then we supported it. So in a lot of ways, I'm doing the exact same thing that I, yeah. I used to do. You know, yeah, we sell the product, but also we support the product as well. That's what we're trying and to you're do. You're doing it in just a field yeah. that you're passionate about. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's much funner this way. You know, I'm much more passionate. Who's more, who's more clueless about how stuff works? The people in your old job who would be like, hey, this button doesn't work anymore. Or the fishing guys who come in with nine graphs and are like, so, hey, you know what I mean? Like. You know, it's it's one of those things where the um, that that's a tough that, that's kind of both. Um, it, it's funny because like the the guys that I, I dealt with, um, like in my old job, they knew their jobs very very well. Right. They may not know our software really well, and so that was the trying to teach them how to help let the software help you. This is all the capabilities that this can do stop getting in this one mindset, you, you know, you're doing, you know, your job mm-hmm. really well, you know how it's supposed to do, help me help you. And even in the fishing side, on the electronic side, that's kind of the same way. A lot of guys know what they're trying to do, but they don't know maybe how to get there. Um, and then some people are just, you know, coming along. Um, I've actually got a lot of uh, customers that, um, that I know from my previous job, like actually have become, um, Bastain you know, customers. Bastain customers. Like, yep. oh, you like to fish. Like uh, absolutely. To fish. You talk you know, and then it come, goes yeah. down the road. Again, because a lot of these, a lot of these facilities, not very few cities or places want a refinery right there yeah. downtown. But, I mean, you're dealing with people who can afford a fast boat and electronics. Well, yeah, you, you are. You are. You're dealing, you're you're dealing with, with people who, when they push the button, like important stuff happens. It means millions of dollars. Yeah. 100%. 100%. You know, and, 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 you know, good blue collar hard workers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just good old boys, just like myself, you know? And, um, and so, you know, naturally when I was there, it's kind of funny, you know, cause there was an overlap, you know, from when I, the bass tank started and when I was still doing my job. And so there was an overlap and naturally I just talked about hunting and fishing just period every time I was out. Well, then that turned into the bass tank. And then it was kind of funny because we were like, wait, you own the bass tank. I'm like, yeah, I, I do. Like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, it kind of went from there. So, mm-hmm. um, you've got a lot of facilities that are just out in the middle of nowhere. You know, um, I spent a lot of time in Southwest Arkansas. Got a lot of, I got a very good customer base down there. And uh, a lot of guys that I know to this day that, um, whether they're my customer or not, they still talk to me. And so, um, it, it's interesting the, the parallels between them. You know, it's just taking this. And, and I remember my, one of my college professors said that. He said, you know, Everybody may be in a different field, even though the what we're teaching you, the principles are the same. Everybody may be in a different field. Someone may end up in pharmaceutical and someone may end up in the oil field, you know, mm-hmm. like literally two different directions. Um, but the principles are the same. And so that's what's been really cool. And so I think just taking that to the bass tank itself has kind of been an easy transition. Has the 
technology transfer over to the hunting world yet? Like, is there a equivalent of live scope in the hunting world right now or any controversies that's like the any because uh, I like I said, I, I yeah. don't know. Not, not so much in the hunting world. I mean, like in the hunting world, we've got night vision and thermal imaging, right? Like, but there's restrictions in place yeah. for that, you know, like that is, that is, that, a, would the closest thing be like a crossbow deal? It could be a crossbow. Um, you know, for the longest time in Oklahoma, you had to have a, uh, you know, a medical disability uh, or mm -hmm. a disability, um, to be able to use a crossbow. Um, and so that, that would probably be a good, good indication there because, you know, the guys that. And, and I was in this court. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I held off getting a crossbow for the longest time, but then I got tired of not hunting bow season because I got to the point where my shoulder would not let me pull back my compound bow. Yeah. And I just stopped hunting because I was like, man, I'm not gonna get a crossbow. Well, then finally, I'm like, dude, I'm tired of missing most of deer season, and so I did it. And and I can see why because I can shoot my crossbow 100 yards accurately, lethally. That's not how far you're supposed to shoot. But now I wouldn't take that shot. And I just can't. a rainbow. Yeah. I mean. it's just, <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. It's not really even a rainbow. I, yeah, it is. But, you know, the guys that say, hey, don't, don't, don't take it. Don't shoot your crossbow. I can't believe you'd shoot your crossbow. Well, then they're sitting there with a $1,500 compound bow that I'm like, well, how far do we want to take this back? And, and you know, mm -hmm. forward facing sonar is the same way. Like the guys that are griping about it. Okay. We'll take the side imaging off your boat. You know, like take the navigation. Mm -hmm. Let's go to a paper chart. You know, and so there's some similarities. There, there's, there's some similar. Like, it's not quite as 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 okay. tough because you don't have hunting tournaments. You know, there's not as much money on the line. And the, now the hunting industry is very very big. I promise you, manufacturers would tell you that. But um, there's not like hunting tournaments where it's the biggest bucket week in week out. You know, and so that's I think that's where why it's maybe a bigger controversy in the fishing side of things. Um, but there are some parallels there. Uh, we got two battery questions. Can we knock those out before? Yeah, we move absolutely. On? So what I what I mentioned, and I don't even think did I mention this to you? What I wanted to talk, I wanted to talk about off season electronics today. Okay, like yeah. what you can do to make it easier for the next year. Yeah. Because every year I've had issues yeah. getting it from one boat to the other, yep. and then being familiar with what I've got new, yep. whether it's a new year. Yep. There's a bunch of little tricks and stuff that uh, I absolutely. know you know that yeah. you can. Either yeah. whether it's buying a couple little things, organization, what to do right 100%. now. So when you kick things back off in February and March, yeah. you're dialed in, yeah. updating your units now, yeah. that type of no, stuff. I, think I want to great. dive into that. Let's do battery questions. And I think they're good questions. Uh, Cole. Oh, and I also uh, want to say the two uh, the two guys who won the uh, Bass Hank Academy. Yeah. I have to get you their email. Okay. That yeah. one's on me. Yep. All That's right. uh, yeah. Scott and Clay. I need All to right. write their yeah. Give me, give me their info and I will get them uh, all set up. Uh, yeah. Scott was like, Hey, have we seen that yet? And I was like, Nope, that's on me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, from that's, the last that's, time you let's were let's blame Matt, but yeah, no, I yeah. write, write that down just so I made a note. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah. Um, and I'm also out of water. Sorry. We'll, we'll have to get you a glass of water at the next break. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want a cruise light. I got yeah. a cruise yeah. light. Yeah. Uh, Is that the official sponsor BTO? No. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I thought I had. No, I think I've drank everything that used to be up on the <laughs> stand there. I would like to get an official beverage of BTL. Uh, Cole wants to know he's seen pictures of people running their graphs off M18 uh, Milwaukee batteries. Yeah. yeah. He'd love to get some information about that. Voltage regulators. Very curious. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. So 
can you run it off drill batteries? Because this is something that we deal with on a daily basis. Like, oh, I'm just running it off drill batteries in the yeah. whole nine yards. And can you? Absolutely. Here's the here's my situation with it. You're taking a drill battery that is not marine rated. Plain and simple. That is not a marine rated battery. And there is a chance that water intrusion in there um, could either kill the battery or cause a fire. Now, I know that probability is low. I'm, mm -hmm. I openly admit that, but safer than salting your lead acids. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, salting your lead <laughs> acids again. I go back to maybe I should. Say, hey, we're gonna cancel the show. We're gonna go. No, I mean it, it's okay. that. That's just one of those things. Like I, I said, you, you, but you, you're, it's not recommended. It's not recommended. The other side of it is, and I know, I'll just say it. Like everyone, guys say, oh, I go for days with mm -hmm. this this you know six amp hour. Uh, 18 volt battery. No, you don't. No, you don't. You may go days where you fished an hour or two, but start in the morning. And if you're running any little level of electronics, you know, where you're running more than two graphs, if you're just running a live scope, for example, and a nine inch unit, yeah, you're going to get away with it. I mean, for a while, but why do I want to have to carry and deal with extra batteries? There are too many good lithium batteries. There are too many, cheap lithium batteries Can you get that, like a little baby lithium yeah i mean look there's there's 20 amp hour there's a little 50 amp hour um battery that that we sell it's cheap and got good warranty and what it's is a, that right i mean i think right now two three hundred bucks oh yeah i mean yeah. why why mess with anything else um and have to worry about changing out in the middle of the day oh and then you've got to go charge those because then those have to come out of your boat you have to yeah. get them charged why not just, we spend an awful lot of money to try to save this dollar over here that reality ends up costing us time. And then mm -hmm. we forget to charge it one time. The other, I guess, gotcha to that is if you're trying to make a portable um, bundle, let's say you're a dock fisherman or up North, you know, our ice fisherman guys, the drill battery makes a lot of sense. Like, I mean, that makes a lot of well, sense. Bass buster boat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, if you're having to, if you're, if space is really, really limited that I could see that. But for us that are running actual boats, you know, an 18, 20 foot fishing rig, whatever, that everything is not, that doesn't need to be portable, I guess I should say. Let's just spend the money on a lithium battery, you know, a cheap lithium battery. And I'm not even pubbing a specific battery right now. I'm then just you're saying, good for two, three, four years on that too. Yeah. You know, let's, let's do that because the by the time you spend enough on these drill batteries to get the size you need you've spent four or five hundred bucks yeah you can go to the online and you can get them oh i got this battery for you know 10 bucks i ran those drill batteries in my drill and they would last me you know two months and then they wouldn't charge and then they swell up and yeah. i'm like okay yeah i'm done with this so can you yeah does the electric does the math work sure but there's a point where it's like, why am I doing this in the long run? In the long run, let's just do it right. And yeah, and get a little, okay. yeah, absolutely. Um, Bass fanatic. Uh, what if any issues are there running an AGM cranking? Let's see if I can understand this question as okay. I ask it running an AGM cranking in parallel. What was that? Something fell. Somebody's here. Did you close the front door? Yeah. I thought I closed it. Oh, if anyone comes in, we'll, We'll be live. It'll yeah. Get a lot of good. Yeah. Ratings. Hey guys, this, this could go viral. Um. All right. Let's focus again. That's a loud bang, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Did it sound like a door open? Yeah. It sounded like the door opened and shut. 
All right, we'll ask this question, then we'll take a break. And okay. <laughs> see what I can grab while I go out there. Uh, what if any issues? <laughs> what if any issues are there running an AGM cranking in parallel with a lithium cranking, and having your aftermarket electronics harness connected to the lithium? Okay. All right. So, in an emergency situation, you're going to be okay. So this is an emergency. I've got to get back to the ramp. In a day-to-day, -day, this is just my configuration. Absolutely not. We do not want to mix chemistries between boats or between batteries. So, and that means I wouldn't want to mix an AGM with a lead acid. I wouldn't want to miss a, you know, parallel. When I say mix, I mean paralleling mm -hmm. or um, putting in series with. If I've got a lithium battery, it needs to be a standalone or parallel to other lithiums or in series with other lithiums. Same thing with AGM, same thing with lead acid. We do not want to do that because the discharge rates are completely different. Um, the chemistries are different and we can, we're going to cause one of those batteries is going to be harmed. Your lithium battery is probably going to try to keep your AGM up all the time, which seems like a good thing. Um, but it could cause it to go to sleep. They're, they're not going to charge at the same rate. It's just, yeah, it's just not going to work. Okay. Don't do it. Uh, let's take a break. And if we're not back in three minutes, call the cops. <laughs> Detail on a Tuesday. Scott Paul from the Bass Tech. See you back right after this. The great thing about the new Sensation Soft Plastics from Big Bite Baits, heavily scented, super soft, buoyant, comes in seven great new shapes. I've got a couple of them of my signature series, the Cliffhanger Worm and the Ramtail Craw. Great for a flipping jig, football jig, swim jig, all that. Several other great shapes. Really excited about it. We've worked over the last year, catches fish all over the country. And I think it's going to catch fish for people everywhere you try it. The Spro Little John crankbait has been around for almost 15 years, and it is one of my go-to crankbaits whenever I need a fish in the boat. So you can never have enough new colors. That's why Spro is coming out with a handful of new colors, including Pearl Shad, which has this bleached out white look, but it's got this pearlescent, really, really pretty. We've got Copper Shad which looks amazing in the water. It's got that purple flake on the back, really, really pops in the water. And then if you want some real pop, we've got sparkle shad, nothing but sparkles all over this thing. And then last but not least, we've got the matte sexy shad, just a really different looking color for a crankbait. So you wanna give them a little different look, that matte sexy shad is definitely the one to go with. All these colors are available in the original Little John and the MD. Have you considered purchasing new electronics for your rig? The type of mounts you choose to protect your investment should be part of the decision-making process. No matter if you prefer one, two, or three graphs up front, Beatdown Outdoors has a solution for you. Adjustable, versatile, rigid, and made in the USA. What's your ultimate electronic setup? Check out the full selection of Beatdown Outdoors products by visiting BeatdownOutdoors.com. Having confidence in your tackle while on the water is one of the main things to success, in my opinion. In the last couple of years with Denali, I've had just that. From anything from spinning rods, casting rods, tungsten products, even now to casting and spinning reels, I have the confidence to go out there and get the job done and know that all my equipment is going to handle it and do it just the way I want it. The thing about Denali is you've got great quality products at a great price point, so make sure you check them out. 
Shoreline Boat and RV. Dock rash, storm damage, collision repair. That deep scratch or gouge from trying to access that secret creek. Shoreline Boat and RV can get your prize possession back in mint condition and looking good on the water. Fast. All repairs are done in-house, so they're able to get your boat or RV back to brand new. Quickly. All Shoreline's work comes with a rock-solid warranty. Find out more at ShorelineBoatAndRV.com. Kansas City, Austin, and Tulsa. I'm the kind of guy that never leaves a house without a pocket knife, and Gamagatsu's come out with the EDC series of knives. EDC stands for everyday carry, so whether you're on the water or off, you can always have it with you. The best thing about it to me is that assisted open feature. With this D2 blade, you've got it right here at your fingertips, so if you can't find your scissors, you need to cut a knot, you need to cut your braid, you've always got it. Make sure you check it out. Never leave home without your Gamagatsu EDC knife. Born in Japan, using technology, innovation, and precision, Sunline produces the widest selection of fishing lines at the most technologically advanced line factory in the world. Manufactured at the strictest tolerances to produce victories at the highest levels of tournament bass fishing, from household names like Christie, Swindle, and Cruz, to young guns like Cook, Logan, New, and Welcher, they all trust Sunline to take them to the top of the leaderboard. Choose the line that will give you the strength to guarantee your confidence. Sunline. Right, we're back after some uh, further investigation. We determined that it was just a, it was a latch was not properly secured on the door, which oh, means the door. So it was the door flinging open. It was. So that was the sound that we heard. Yeah. Uh, you can blame me. It was my fault. Well, unless there's someone hiding, he's like, ha ha. Yeah. We'll, we'll know again. If we just randomly disappear, just know. <laughs> but, but I think, uh, I think we're all good. Um, all right, this is what I want to get into. A little bit of a selfish topic, but I know if I struggle with it, other people probably do too. Let's do it. Uh, postseason electronics. Oh, boy. I've got the cat sitting out there. I might yeah. have to use it for the first couple events of next year, but I know I'm going to be transitioning everything yep. over. Right now, I've got three months that are off, I know. Yeah. When you're done for the year, like everyone is, whether you're doing the same thing going into the next year, regardless of what units... Yeah. Uh, do you recommend backing up all of your waypoints as soon as the year's over? Like, yes. Like, how often do you recommend the waypoint backing up management? And in your opinion, what is your best waypoint management strategy? Because now I have little chips everywhere, and then I don't know what what the hell's on yep. them either. Yes. All right. I have my master chip with my passport and my. Uh, mm-hmm. I have my master chip, uh, original birth certificate, passport, and whatever it is to the truck all in the same spot <laughs> those are the four <laughs> valuable things in my life and it's in a in a lock box all right wow okay uh this is a good one i, yeah. I think it's a really good one because this applies to even if you're not a tournament guy yeah there's a a, a postseason you know because not everybody's done you know oklahoma especially we get the opportunity to fish through the winter and and so but still season is done you know we're definitely not mm-hmm. gonna be fishing as much as we were for the most part so there's always little things to make your life easier. It goes on, you know, every year I go through my boat and I literally strip everything out and I reorganize it and I put it back and it may be exactly how I started the previous year, or I found something in the course of the year. I'm like, Hey, I want to do this, you know, always trying to improve my situation because if you're like me at all, you get in the middle of the season and things got out of place, you know, and we would all love to have the ability to every time we left for a tournament, unpack our boats and pack it for that tournament. Yep. But that's not the reality for most guys. Um, 
So from a waypoint standpoint, the the more waypoints you keep on your unit, the slower they're going to be. And I don't care who the manufacturer is. Plain yeah. simple. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you load them up with, you know, 5,000 waypoints and you say, well, I don't have 5,000 waypoints. You'd be surprised how many waypoints you have. If even if you're just a weekend guy, because, you know, a lot of you guys didn't just start fishing last year. You've been fishing for 20 years. That's a lot of waypoints that can add up over time very quickly. Um, as you've gotten better with your electronics, you've, you've seen more. And there may be waypoints that are no longer valid. I, The way I handle waypoints, I do it on a lake-by-lake -lake basis. Now, some guys may say, well, you know, I mainly fish Oklahoma. So those, that makes sense to have those on lake by lake. Then I've got my waypoints that are randomly I go to Texas or randomly I go to Arkansas. I don't really need specific lakes there. They're, okay, that's fine. But the reason why I do lake by lake is let's say I go to Grand Lake here in Oklahoma and I have all of my waypoints on my units. Now I've got more than 5,000. I'm limited to 5,000. So I couldn't even add another waypoint. So I've got to do something. But if I have my Grand Lake file, I can load my Grand Lake file and there's not 5,000 waypoints there. And I can, I started with that file and I go out and I mark my waypoints, right? Well, then when I get done, I just pull those waypoints off and I say like, hey, Grand Lake, what is it, the 21st, 19th, yep. 21st? 21st. So I say, hey, this is Grand Lake 1121. Well, now I've got two files that are Grand Lake and there's differences. So if I was marking waypoints for a tournament and I said, you know what? Those were just specific to that tournament. I really don't need those. Like Fine. Spawn tournament. Yeah. Spawn tournament, something like that. Um, I say, you know, I really don't need those anymore. Or I say, Hey, I, I know what this is for. If I ever have another spawn tournament, you know, that I'm, I can use those again, but I've got two different files. And then I completely wipe my unit of waypoints, clear wow. it, clear it. My units are fresh and clean. So now I go to my next lake and I say, Hey, I'm on Lake Eufaula cool. Let me load the lake you follow. Or I don't do anything. I come in clean and I just do those waypoints for that tournament. Um, mm -hmm. And then I say, Hey, this is the whatever tournament waypoints. This is the time of year. I always put a date on them. So I kind of know what it is. Um, now that is a lake by lake situation. Now here's what happens. You forget to wipe it after it. And so now all of a sudden I've got grand lake mixed with lake you follow. And this is the time of year to kind of get yourself reorganized, in my opinion. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I run Garmin. And um, Garmin has a software called Homeport. Now, they've stopped supporting it, but it's still available. Reality is I don't need it to look like Google Earth or anything like that. I can just export my waypoints right into it. The lakes don't look like that. Waypoints look like they're on land. It doesn't matter because I'm not trying to scout with that. I'm just trying to you know, select my files and I can just draw a box around it, move it over and say, you know, create a new file and say, Hey, this is my grand lake, whatever, you know, so I can separate it by lakes that way. And, and I'm, I'm going to do an Academy video on this actually, okay. um, because this, this is, this is great that we're talking about it because I, these are, you can go through to have it because so what I'm getting in my head then is the way you're recommending it mm -hmm. is you're going to have a master. It's going to have yeah. every single lake every on there. Now in, you're not going to have a lot of waypoints on your unit because if you're following the system throughout the yeah. year, you're wiping it after yep. each. But if you're a guy like me who has waypoints from yep. the Harris chain up to yep. Thousand Islands yep. down to Amistad, right. 
what I'm going to do is save a master, but then I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to Walmart, wherever I want to get my 16 gigabyte deals. and I'm going to buy a bunch of those because they're cheap. Yep. And not only am I going to have a master, but then I'm going to have each lake too. Correct. And I can spend a week doing this and going in and cleaning them up and doing all that. So all my thousand island stuff that has been the last 25 days that I've gone out there, I can go in clean out the ones I remember and have a thousand islands yeah. chip. Yeah. And then the next time I go up there, cause I'm not going up there next year. Yeah. I don't have to put those back on my unit until possibly a year or two from now. Correct. That's exactly right. That, that I never even thought about yep. it that way. Yep. So instead of just having one master that you can lo- use, lose, you're going to have a master and then you're going to have a library of a company yep. ships based and, on lakes. And, and the other side of it is you can do them by individual lakes, but waypoints themselves take up so little data. Mm-hmm. If you get a 32 gigabyte card, which every unit out there, it's 32 gigabytes or smaller. Yeah. So I want to take the biggest card. You can keep the same file on the same card. Like if you go to my units right now, I've got probably 30 files on that one chip and that's all my waypoints, but they're just organized into files. So I can just go grab that file and load so it. So you, if you want to do one chip, if you're not like yeah. me and lose everything, yeah. I, I still recommend having multiple. The, the great part about doing it this way is so you've got your master file. Mm-hmm. And then if once I put it on a computer, the computer's got it there. Now I highly, highly recommend going and getting an external hard drive. They're cheap, you know, like that's, one one terabyte. That's this thing that I've got right there that I just yeah. plug in. Yep. That's where all the yep. show replays live. Yep, exactly. Okay. And the reason why is SD cards are notorious notorious for being coming corrupt. For okay. no reason for no reason they're cheap. And but the problem is they're cheap something happens and for some reason that card no longer reads whatever yeah and it's just like oh my gosh i don't i don't want to do this well if you have that external hard drive they've got a little bit of like it's a computer with a very light operating system on it when i say operating system you can't really interact with it but it's actually much more robust that's where i keep my masters um my master files i keep them on my computer then i keep a backup on my external hard drive as well so so now I've got them in two places and then my chips are what I use out there. And so if I lose them, yeah, it's an inconvenience, but I didn't really lose them. They're just, they're you know, the they're on the hard drive. I just need to go create a new one and, and way it go. So okay. that's what I do. That's how I manage them. Um, and the hard drives will yeah, way easier. To, yeah. And I mean, the hard, way dude, harder to lose. you can get a terabyte, like a Toshiba, Samsung, you know, online, you can get them a terabyte for like less than a hundred bucks. And it's a terabyte. You I mean you're never going to fill that up if you just use and even if waypoints. You lose all of your chips, everything yeah. should be backed up on that. Everything should be and backed up. And then you can on. just download that to yep. the chip, then to yep. your unit. One hundred percent. So um, that's what I do. That's what I recommend. Like I said, I'm going to go in this step by step in the academy because okay. this this is one of those like I think it's great you're asking it because we can talk about it and then um, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to break. You'll go this through down. it for Hummingbird, yeah. Lawrence, yep. Garmin. Yep. Actually, do the process. Do the process step by step and and show everybody because. Because it's one thing for us to talk about it, and some guys just say, "Okay, I kind of see what he's saying," but I've got now I've got more questions uh, because it is harder to hear it. But the other side of it is, okay, that's I'm staying within my electronics, I'm staying with the boat I've got, and I'm just managing my waypoints. Yeah, I mean now, that's a that's a winter weekend. That's and that's you it. Could listen take, to music, take, have the family there, this, go out there. Once you do this, you can do this in an hour or two. Like it's really not take that long. Mm-hmm. The trick is to once you start the system, if you just maintain it, it's easy. really easy. Now, what's going to happen? Like, again, it even happens to me. I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot to wipe this off. And so and now I've got two lakes mixed. Well, that's fine. Don't freak out. 
go ahead and export that, wipe your unit, and then go back and break those two lakes apart again. And it's it's not a big deal. Um, again, I'm going to go in this very in depth on okay. on showing you the uh, process. Let's talk about that now because we were going to talk about it in the last, but that's a smooth transition yeah. over to the Bass Take Academy, uh, yeah, which yeah. is your new baby. Oh yeah, uh, a kind of a a, a slight pivot for the bass tank we had you on last month and you talked yeah. to talked a lot about it but yeah. it's a it's a educational yeah. video series along and isn't there uh you know depending on what you get I yeah. mean, you get a bunch of different yeah stuff on the side too yeah Just, so i'll show it yeah so we are it's a pivot, but it's not a pivot, you know, because we've always been about customer service, you know, and trying mm-hmm. to teach people. And what what has happened as we've we've progressed is our phone rings and and probably 50 percent, if not 60 percent of our calls are not our customers wanting tech support. And we're put in a bind because we want to help people. But I am trying to run a business, you know, and so now our phone line is tied up with answering questions that we want to answer mm-hmm. with people that didn't buy from us. And it's keeping us from being able to serve our customers that did buy from us. And so that's been the struggle because we want to do it. Um, and we said, how can we do this and still basically keep the lights on? And that's what the Academy, you know, it, it's been a long-term project, you know, it's been something kind of want to do, but listen, last couple of years have been crazy with the pandemic and everything else. It, it's kind of put it made it be on the back burner, but this year I think is, is the right year to launch it. And, um, you know, and it's also given me the ability to do some like, do some other things, you know, I'm working on, um, being able to do some live webinars as well, you know, uh, uh, however long, you know, not trying to t- steal a thunder from BTL, but just like where I can sit down every once in a while, schedule it and do like almost like a, an install course or a Q and a, yep webinar you know where it's just that's all we're focused on and um that's going to give me the ability um and these features are coming along as as we're getting more and more subscribers and it and it's it's growing it is growing you know i'm I'm excited about it um i was able to launch a rewards program based off of it you know um so man it just opens up such an such a bigger ability for me to offer value to to the consumer, you know, to, to the guys listening to just the fishing industry, um, not to be sales pitchy, but just to kind of show you like, and, and I love it because I just issued the first round of rewards. And when I say rewards, I mean, discount codes for guys to use that they can use on our, all of our black Friday specials. They can use it. They can wait till the, the beginning of the next round, you know, next year or whatever. It's just, this is real money. You know, Hey, you want to upgrade electronics? Well, cool. And essentially what it boils down to is my Academy subscribers are going to get credit, you know, 5%, go, go find someone who's giving you 5% back on every dollar you spend. Um, and then we, you know, twice a year, we'll issue the credits and come spend the money. You know I mean? It's, I'm excited about it because I like being able to reward my customers, you know? Um, yeah. but the, from the educational side, it really lets me nerd out, you know, I mean, it really lets me go and, um, I'm looking forward to getting through the black Friday buzz so I can get back to making more content for the Academy. So, um, that's, that's where we're going to go with it for sure. I'm so bad at this. I have like a code for BTL. <laughs> I have a link. Don't I have a, yes. is there a code or a direct? It's link? a direct link. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Well, I'll get you the link again. I just did it. I found it. Okay. Um, 
There's no code. It's just a direct. It's link. just a direct link. Okay, yeah, it yeah. just it just allows me to track you. It's not a code that you need right, to put in yeah. anything like that. Okay, so yeah, click on the direct link <laughs> yeah. in the in the YouTube description yep. or the iTunes description yep. to check out the Bass Hank Academy. <laughs> Even if you don't buy anything, it shows Scott that I go there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, which helps in the longer. That's what I've been doing over here is furiously looking for this code, <laughs> and I'm like, no. There's, there's, I don't have a code. No, and then I realized I think it was a direct link. Yeah, it's just a direct link. There's no Is code. that bad that I have a show I make my living off BTL and I, I am atrocious it's, it's at a, code, discount codes and direct links. And it's, it's not my strong suit. It's, it's a little bit. So, you know, I'm helping you guys with laypoint management. I may help him with code management and link <laughs> management. You know. I should just have a thing that I paste into every show yep. that has all my links, that yep. has the about the show yep. for the new people. Yeah. And yet here I sit. Yeah, it's, 19 years into it over. Hey, we're all, we're all, we're, it just shows you we're all learning and we're always learning new things, right? We're always trying to better uh, ourselves. What is, but okay. So in your opinion, what is the best place and thing to store all your chips in? Is it one of the, so the little things get lost. Yep. The big thing, what do you store your little chips in to make sure like, so that you know what the hell is on the chip? So there's, if you go online and you just say SD, search this in. SD storage, SD card storage containers. Just look at the different, I would recommend something that's watertight and keep it away from the water. If it's watertight, it will keep water out, but it'll also keep water in. And that's the other thing. Get you these little cheap desiccant bags, you know, the little bitty guys. Oh, there's hundreds of different things. There you go. That's, that's what it is. There's soft sides, hard sides, latches, no latches, excite, you know. Yep. I, I recommend a hard sided one okay. um, because it's bulky. It's bulkier. It will take up more space, but you won't lose it because you'll be like, ah, you will intentionally put it somewhere. You know, if you think about your sunglass case, if you have a soft sided one, you just fit it wherever it will shove. And then you're like, where did I, where did I put that? If it's hard sided, you have to create a spot for it. You're like, hey, this is the spot for it. <laughs> places after all this effort i'd store him in a fireproof safe <laughs> <laughs> hey he's no, not wrong though. i makes, mean it makes a hundred percent sense this is something that i need to do yeah. and i can't tell you uh and i know that it's important because i get to I've, I've gotten to fish with a lot of guys yeah and i can't tell you how many times you know it's in between tournaments yep. or media events and they jump in the boat and we get down in the boat yeah and they go Crap. Hey, run up to my truck and, and uh in my console yeah. there's a there's a box. Yeah. Bring that down here. And you open it up and it's it looks like the night mid nineteen nineties or early two thousand C D folders. Yeah. And they're leafing through their yep. they're leafing through their map cards. Yep. To get the right map card. Yep. And then they leaf through their chips. Yeah. And in and these are top level yep. guys. And Wonder. now they know exactly me. I've probably bought Four two hundred dollar premium Southwest chips or yep. whatever it is, just because I'm so bad about it, it's yeah. really awful. And yeah. I've lost like yeah. numerous trails on lakes yep. that I know that I'm going back to. Yep. What do you do about trails? Do you keep you trails can, yeah. too? Do you ab, treat ab, trails just like waypoints. I do, and because I was going to lean into that as well. So like, there's certain lakes that you know. Let's talk Toledo Bend, Sam Rayburn. You know, just come to mind. And there's there's way more for sure. Uh, Lake Fork that you can either go and save your own trails. Hey, I've been here. I know this is a safe route or you can go buy 
trail cards, you know, that, that show you the boat lanes, boat lanes cards is what I'm trying to spit out here. Yeah. Like Lance Vic has a boat. 100%, you know, and I, I guess what I own before you had it where you should have died. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. put it on there and you're like, damn, miss that trail by a hundred yards. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm, oh, I'm lucky to be here. It's a lane and, between the black and the amber forest. You 100%, that. 100%. And, but you don't want that specifically to be on your regular waypoints card, right? Like you don't want that to be in that file with your master stuff because yeah. it, it, get, it starts getting intertwined. So I literally have a, that, that card, I saved those waypoints as Sam Rayburn boat lanes, you know, yep. Toledo Bend boat lanes, Lake Fork boat lanes. And so maybe I put that on there and I don't have any other waypoints on there, but those are specific colored waypoints and I don't use those waypoints for anything else. Because when I put it on my computer software, I can sort it by, mm -hmm. um, you know, waypoint color or waypoint uh, icon is what I'm trying to spit out. And then I can separate that again. Like, okay, I don't care about these because I've got this boat lanes over here. The boat lane doesn't change, All you right. know. Um, and so that's where it kind of comes, kind of comes full circle. And that's why I like the different lakes. And then even within the lakes, if it's a boat lane, I keep a boat lane separate. And then I. Then I overlay that. And all this goes on your one terabyte external hard drive. 100%. So in case you lose yep. your soft case, in case one of these yep. chips gets corrupted, yep. you could sleep at night knowing that you're yep. doubly backed up. Then 100%. Uh, TP with an interesting comment. Yeah. Statement. You said in five years, it'll be obsolete. Now we've seen technology go from eight tracks to cassette tapes to CDs to all so, of this stuff. Is this... is what is As, there anything if you if you SD look card? at the if you look at the history of electronics yeah sd cards have been here since day one now i'm not saying that at some point they will not go away because yeah. yes technology eventually evolves but um external hard drives aren't going to go away or it's going to go away slow enough it's not going to be like one day it just stops okay to where all your sd cards are obsolete. where you're, where you can't get your data forget it i mean let's say that the sd cards are obsolete tomorrow and let's say the external hard drive is obsolete tomorrow. The data itself is not obsolete and you're not going to be able to not get the data. Cause here's, here's the cool part about it again with the waypoints. Now this may be the long way to get there, but um, you know, I did a, I did a video on Garmin active captain where on. I could actually, you know, I, I did a short one on, on, on our social media. Okay. Um, again, this is another one of those Academy videos. Like dude, the Academy video level is, is huge. Like the queue for what I, I don't have enough time to shoot everything yeah. that, that I want to, but I literally text messaged the, the GPX file, which is just a generic file um, format. I text messaged it to a buddy of mine. I'm like, Hey, these are the waypoints you want. Okay. My entire file is like in the kilobytes. Like it's not very big because it just doesn't take up very much data space. So let's pretend that tomorrow, all of my portable media, SD cards, external hard drives, my computer become obsolete that there's no way to get this. Off. I can email. I can literally copy those files and email them to myself. So now they go to a big server on the cloud. That was the next question. Guys were like, why don't you just put this stuff on the cloud? 100%. But I don't trust the cloud because I don't have control of the cloud. So put it there, but th as another spot, like you're, you're never going to find a guy that backs more things up than I do. Yeah. Put it to the cloud, put it on an external hard drive. Now I've got it in two places. Boom. And you got it on all the chips. And I've got hardships. I like the cloud because I do have access. Oh crap. I walked off and left that guy mm -hmm. setting, you know, um, on my kitchen counter. Cause I mean, I'm not kidding right now. Yeah. A boat that's in the garage. Yeah. I got a year and a half worth of work on that thing. Yeah. 
if it goes away, I'm done. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm think, not done, but all that, yeah. you know, thousand all that islands, effort, that effort, days, that effort, that effort, all, all your hard work is just the end of last yeah, year, all yeah. that, like not even just like, Hey, this is a waypoint yeah. where to catch a fish, but Hey, these yeah. are trails to get through. These are areas. These are yeah. brush piles. These are rock piles, like stuff that doesn't change. 100%. You know, maybe, maybe we do a, I don't, here's an idea. We, we did the BTL on the water, right? Yeah. Maybe we do a BTL where we kind of go through your boat a little bit and oh, kind of show be, some of that. That would be you know. perfect. So, I mean, I'll still go okay. in depth in the academy, but something like that to show the guys kind of what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, this is, this is a very helpful video for guys. I mean, it's worth the $9.99 a month, yeah. which is what it is, is yeah. what you're yeah. charging for this thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to get people. So here's your, here's your uphill climb with yep. the academy. And maybe this is an off-air discussion, but we have a lot of those on air. <laughs> yeah. There's so much free yep. information out there. Yeah. It's hard to get people to value yeah. in, in information like what you're offering. Right. But it wasn't free for you yeah. to obtain that information and then present it to Correct. the people. Yeah. So it's kind of like a catch-22 because they're it like, is. oh, look at how much there is. But you're like, okay but I'm trying to run a business and this is the right way to do it. And this is a skill like yeah. this is not, yeah. that's what you're, you're fighting there. And yeah. then you have to make, get a couple people to do it, which you have, obviously you said yeah. it's been growing, but then once that happens and the word of mouth gets yeah. going, yeah. then it's like, you know, a premium subscription to uh, what's the Navionics or yeah. something like that, yeah. where you're paying a hundred bucks a year yeah. and you have all this stuff at your disposal. Right. Is that right. fair? Yeah, no, it, it, you're 100% hit the nail on the head. And I've not shied away from acknowledging that I highly doubt that there's anything that I'm going to put on the Academy that is not out there on the internet somewhere. Guys, full disclosure. I, I agree with it. The issue is go find it. Yeah. And then do you trust and know it? that it's right and know it's right. The other side and of it have is tech support. That's the other and side. And the deals. There you and go. And have it in an app. It's the whole package that I'm able to offer everybody that makes this valuable um, from a standpoint of just, you know, okay, hey, I went out there and I went on on the, the YouTube and I found this thing. You may watch a video. You may spend two days trying to find it. And then watch this 10 minute video for 30 seconds of valid information. And then you say, huh, I wish there was more reach out to that influencer or creator and see if they actually get back to you. Some of them might, but they're not going to give you the one-on-one -on -one tech support that we're going to offer. That's, that's the deal is and you give out your personal cell phone is 24 seven. I do not give out my, <laughs> but, but under, understand that. Yeah. I personally help my team monitor incoming calls and everything yeah. else. Like, yes, I'm going to train them. You may not always get me, but you're going to get someone that knows what they're Look talking at Edward. about. Look at this. This was not, he said he joined after the last episode when the Academy debuted and the way the info is organized, knowing that it's reliable and that I have questions I can contact someone makes it more than worth it. Excellent. That, I think and that, Edward used the direct link though, which makes me sad. He didn't. <laughs> Hey, Edward, tell me if you didn't uh, use the direct link so I can give Matt credit because I want Matt to get credit where it's, where it's due. But but that he hit the nail on the head. That's it. And that's and that's great to hear because that's what we're trying to do. And and we we acknowledge everything that you said. I'm not shying away from it. But just what he said, that's where we're coming at this, you know, and it, it is sincere. Okay. One more thing about the off-season stuff. I think this has yeah. been a very helpful episode because it has yeah. put it into perspective. Okay. 
this is probably the best time of the year to update your stuff. 100%. Right. Because you know me, I'm scared to update it during the year. It's, it's almost like the computer stuff and everything. Do yeah. you want to update now? No, all my programs work. They're compatible yeah. with yeah. each other. Yep. The sound is good. I'm yeah. leaving it the way it yeah. is. I am not updating that on day three of practice Correct. when my event starts the next day. Now, <laughs> yeah. some guys are all about it. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm drinking a beer and updating my units. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's bold. Yeah. Yeah. This is the time to see what, like, how do you figure out where the updates are? If your stuff needs to be updated. Yeah. So, so the, and the great thing is you're not under, you're not in a rush. So some guys, you're always going to have the early adopters that the minute an update is out and your unit is telling you to update, they're going to go do it because they want the latest and greatest, no matter what it is without doing any research. Hey, this isn't for you. You know, those, those guys are going to go do it. Then you've got the guys that are like, okay, it's come out. It seems like there's the, the, the bugs are not there. I guess I'll go ahead and do it. Whether they really know what the features are or their purpose, they just go and do it because that feels like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then you got the guys that you got to drag along. Like, hey, you really need to update this. He's, you know, I'm just point, I don't know if you saw me pointing at him, but um, they heard it. And these are the guys, and this is the majority of the people. Actually, most people are like BPT uh, and elite level all the way down to club guy. Yeah, 100. Like it doesn't matter. Like I'm lumping every angler into the same category. I don't care what level you're fishing. Mm-hmm. The personalities, you know, track across across the board. And these guys are the ones you need to explain where, hey, this is the reason why you update it. This is the reason why, and it's been out long enough to prove it. Now, if your stuff is working 100% and you come to me and say, Scott, everything works, everything networks. Mm-hmm. It fits the way I fish, you know, and you tell me this cool features over here, I will never use that feature. Then fine, don't update it. Okay. Now, if I say, well, you say you're not going to use this feature, but you didn't think about it from this. And that's my job as to try to educate everyone and let you make your own decision. Yeah. You've, the, you're kind of done that with me with perspective yeah, mode. 100%. 100%. I'm like, I don't give a damn about perspective. Exactly. And you're like, okay, you might not use it, but yep. here's some cool stuff that it can do. Yep. And as it gets better and better, yep. you might run into a situation where this helps, but it's up to you. It's up to you. Okay. And, and that's it. So my, my job is not to force anyone to do an update is to educate you. And as to why that, yeah. now I will tell you, regardless of manufacturer, if you have an issue, the first thing they're going to ask you is your unit up to date. Because a lot of times they address things that they don't publish. They say, hey, these are the features. And then there's the, I call it the general bug fixes little dot that says it's in this update. Well, they identified something because, listen, they put an update out and they've got a team back there that is continuing testing it, trying to debug it. Or they get calls in and they start saying, hey, this one thing keeps happening. And they put their engineers back there like, hey, can we replicate this? And they mm-hmm. say, oh, Sure enough, this happened, and then they start working on that patch. So when an update comes out, you see the general bug fixes. This is where, or general improvements, you know, general feature improvements. This is where they hide things. I, I don't mean hide. They're not trying to do anything nefarious, but just like they're not going to peel the onion completely back. Just know that they're working on stuff behind the scenes. So sometimes if they see an issue, they fix it in an update. And then when you call them in and say, hey, I've got this problem, and you say, yeah, but it was working fine. Why do I have to update it? I don't want to update it because it's this. And they're mm-hmm. going to say, well, we fixed it in this update. We've got to have you update it. You know, so so just be aware that's a that's a sequence that will happen uh, from that standpoint. But this is the time of the year, in my opinion, that if you've been slow to update, let's let's talk about where you're update at, where where you're at in your update process. And, you know, every time an update comes out, I download it. So I've got a library of past updates. Okay. So maybe we don't want to jump you all the way to the latest and greatest, but maybe 
you could be served by jumping three updates. You know, let's say so, you're five. Okay, back. so what Garmin do I have? That new ten or not the new one? Oh, I don't know where you're at right now. I don't you know where you're at right now. Is it the same one we did forever ago? Last, last year, it's a year old. Oh it's goodness, the ten inch screen. Um, we so, did it at the beginning of this year. Remember, yeah, I went yeah. from the nine oh, I and remember. then I jumped you're, up to you're the gonna ten. Be and now I'm like, going to do the twelve next year. I think you're going to be like twenty three, twenty two dot one, twenty three. No, my unit. What's my unit? Oh, it's a the one hundred six. I believe is what you're running. The one hundred six ultra. Okay, so. If I want to know if I have updates on that, that's mm -hmm. my thing. Like yeah. it doesn't say it on the Garmin. Like it doesn't say like, Hey, do you want to update? But I want to know if there's well, updates you can, depending on whatever yeah. Garmin graph you might yep. have. Can you just go, is that a Bass tank thing? Is that a Garmin thing? No, you can, you can go straight to, there's two ways to go about it. You can connect through your active captain and it will come out and say, Hey, there's updates available and it will try to download it to active captain and then switch it over, you know, then okay. try to don't. So for the or, normal person, or you can go to the, <laughs> you can go to the unit itself. <laughs> Um, and you, you just from the home screen or select, is home. this something that, is this stuff that like will be in the Academy? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, this I mean, seems like helpful. 100%, you know, go again, my queue is this big, you know, okay. actually it's, it's infinite of all the things I need to, to shoot. And, and I wish I had enough time in the day. It's, it takes a lot to get a 10 minute, 15 minute video, 20 minute video. But I can go on my unit and it'll say yep. it needs to yep. be updated. And, and I'm going to tell you how to do it right now. Okay. Well, it's not going to tell you, hey, I need an update. It's going to tell you what level you're at. And then you can go to like Garmin.com, go to that unit, and then you can see all the different levels of updates or where they're at, the, the history okay. of it. So uh, you just go home, settings, system, system info, and then you'll see the version right there. The other way you can do it, kind of a backdoor way you can also see it is... Um, let's say you've got multiple Garmin's on your boat. You could go, you know, um, home system, no, excuse me, home settings, communications, marine network, and then you'll see everything that's connected to it. So you would see your live scope and your 106, and then it will say like V blank, blank, blank out the side of it. And that's your version. And then when you go to Garmin.com, you can go search that and go to software updates and see what all the different past okay. versions are. Because my Lowrance is always like. Yeah. Hey, do you want to update? Yeah. Every yeah. single time. And every yeah. single time I'm like, no. And then I turn it on 10 minutes later. It's like, like hey, well, you just, how about now? Yeah. You sure? Have you, have you changed your mind? <laughs> and that's because it's it's actively trying to reach out to the satellite and wants you to do it over the, over the, and that's just the way they handle it, you know? And so, and then your hummingbirds are just, you know, they, they kind of do, I don't want to say do nothing, but they just don't prompt you. You know, yeah. it's kind of uh, like the garment. Speaking of hummingbirds. Oh, yeah. Black Friday coming up. Oh yeah, Black Friday. Hey, this is this is Black Friday. I know I don't want to hijack the BTL and turn it into a sales thing, but no, I mean well, it's your business. Well, but I do want I do want to share this because I mean pretty excited about it. This is the time of year um, where right now Humminbird's running some awesome specials. We have Mega Lives right now that we are selling for nine hundred bucks. And if you've seen all the articles out there, there's guys that are selling them for a thousand. So I'm giving you a hundred bucks off mega live right now and that's active today through this week okay. go get them because we're ready to get them going move them let's go get them all right i mean if you've been waiting to get into forward facing sonar as a hummingbird guy no better time right now and there's a lot of exclusive hummingbird guys and there's a lot of exclusive pretty much yeah. north yeah. of illinois yeah it's 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 interesting how regional everything I tends to, to be minnesota and it is Straight birds. Straight birds. Yeah. Every straight birds. Like, you know, yeah. Mega live. Yeah. Mappy. Everything. Yeah. Everything. 360. Is yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? You, you, yeah. How did you catch a fish without 360? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I had live scope. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting, but, uh, you know, we want to serve everybody. You know, we, we obviously sell, sell them all. And, um, I'm not here to direct anybody specifically to a brand. I'm trying to get people into what works best for their situation, you know, and sometimes guys just say, I'm familiar with it. Okay. You know, I, I can, I'm going to try to educate you on all the features of each one and let you make your own choice and, uh, and go from there. Bunch of different uh, Black Friday sales too. A lot of them include a hat, which is nice. Yeah, and we're gonna throw some screen cleaner in there as well. Um, yeah, I got a bottle of that stuff yeah. right there. Yep, absolutely. And uh, and I was supposed to give away some. I got a box. Yeah, it went to all the open guys. That's fine. Dude. I had it in the truck, and then I'm, it was one of those deals where it was like, "Oh, you've got the screen cleaner," and then he's like, "I heard you got a box of screen cleaner." And before you know it, they're gone. I'll get you. I'll get you another box. Look, hey, I'll get you another box to to give away. That's not. Uh, that's not a problem. Hoodies, transducers, power pole. Hey, by the way, oh, I, yeah. I should say this. Um, now, not the blades, but the Pro Series too. Um, 25% off. You've never been able to buy them this cheap. So what, uh, while supplies last, cause have you experienced the difference between the Raptor and the poles? Mm -hmm, I have. What are the differences in your opinion? <sighs> I mean, not that you don't have to like give an opinion on which is better, but like uh, the, the, the Raptors are very well built, you know, um, they're, they're are they hummingbird. They're hummingbird. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're min so everybody they're technically who's, they're everybody who's bird has, yep. Has a Minn Kota trolling motor. Yep. Hummingbird electronics. Yep. You can and Minn Kota Raptors. No, not everybody. I mean, there's. I still have a lot of guys. A lot of installs. But if you're straight, all yeah, the way. yeah. If like you're if that's you're right. Yeah. Guy. If you're one one boat network type situation, okay. that's what's going to be. All that links together. Yep. So. Yep. So you could do, you can get the Raptors with active anchoring, so it would connect to your birds, and like if you let's say you were had an eight foot Raptors mm -hmm. and you're in four foot of water and they, they sink, it's going to keep trying to re-anchor itself. If you're in waves and bouncing up and down, it's going to keep trying to anchor itself, but it's needing the unit itself to be locked on the bottom to know that that depth is changing. Um, so, so that's really cool. Okay. Um, so but, that's where it says they never yep. stop stopping or whatever. Right. They never, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, so it has to be linked to your units correct. to notice yeah. like what's yeah. going on. 100%. You just don't put them. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. see. What you're but by that same token, so PowerPole and Garmin actually are working together. There's some integrations um, oh. where they're doing some cool things where you can actually control them, your poles through your Garmin's um, and then, when you pick up your trolling motor, it will actually pick up the poles mm -hmm. and like you can jog over, it'll pick them up and then re-anchor. So, so there, there's some communication there. Um, you know, some integration now, obviously, you know, through the, through the gateway, you've always been able to integrate with, I say always, but you can integrate with your Lorance as well with the poles. So, it, okay. Every one of these things, whether it's Garmin, Hummingbird, Lorance, mm -hmm. they obviously want you to go yeah. all out. Yeah. They yeah. want yeah trolling motor. Yeah shallow water anchors units yeah. Yeah. network throughout yeah. the entire thing yeah there's obviously advantages i'm assuming that's we'll call that is that one boat network across the board regardless is that what you call that or no, does each one no, have a different I, name for it one boat network i believe is a johnson outdoors okay. um terminology but essentially that's what it is i mean it's a good name because that's what yeah. it is you know it's it's a just call it a one brand boat Okay, one one brand boat. Yeah. So you talked about there's obviously advantages to yeah. that. Are there also advantages to mixing and matching? I mean, we're seeing a bunch of guys mix and match, but yeah. 
I wouldn't have a problem going one boat, Yeah, but I also have you on speed dial. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but then I also kind of like the idea that like, hey, because stuff doesn't work sometimes. Yep. If this doesn't work, I got this one that works. Yeah. And just because it's not working at the front doesn't mean that my poles aren't going to work right. at the back. Right. And just because this isn't working doesn't mean my trolling motor is not yeah. going to work. So there's also a little comfort in mixing and matching. Yeah. In some, And we're seeing a lot of guys go into the mix and match. But then we're also seeing a lot of guys that are all in on the yeah. – that one boat and you know i've talked to guys that are like man i can control everything on my boat from my cell phone i know the power yeah. look at all these things i could do yep. all of this stuff and i couldn't do it if it wasn't all one correct yeah so what what's the deal on that it, it comes down to how are you going to use it i mean that that's the reality is what what is your let, let's let's just address the elephant in the room for a second if we're talking about elite series guys yeah there's Turn. some there's some sponsorship yep. level stuff going on here. And so some of those guys are running in one boat because that's who they're sponsored by. And not saying they're doing anything wrong or anything like that, you know, it's just that's part of the deal. They obviously believe in that product or they wouldn't try to even have a sponsorship by them. But that may be why they're and then you've got some guys that kind of say, you know what, I'm not gonna take a sponsorship because I want to run what I want to run. And they do mix and match. Then, you know, your average everyday customer, there's there's two schools of thought. I want everything to be the best of the best of the best. And so if I have to mix and match, I'm going to mix and match. I don't okay. care if they talk. And then there's guys that say, I want the convenience of everything being the same. And that's where we kind of get into it, where when we're talking to our customers, like we try to understand that. So we try to set people what's up important, to what's, them. what's important to you. And yeah. so, you know, I like the ability to control my trolling motor from my unit. Um, that way, if I'm in a cove and I'm wanting to idle out, you know, mm -hmm. it's an idle only cove. I can't run out of it. I said, I just say, Hey, troll motor, take me to the front of that. And then I'm retying and I'm eating a sandwich, whatever, paying attention to what I'm doing. Because you're having it to sending it to a spot because yep. your trolling motor is talking to your graph and yep. you can set a course. Yep. And I say, just, just take me there. And that's your Garmin trolling yep. motor. Garmin force talk to my Garmin units. Yeah. Exactly. Now, now you could, let's say, let's say that I was running an old tracks, you know, with my Garmin units, I'm, but I'm running an old tracks. Right. I can still take my remote and say, Hey, take me, take me there. Mm -hmm. But it's I'm gonna have to constantly it's be just adjusting. Course. It's just a, it's just a heading, and it's just gonna go that direction. So then, with what they came out with the drift and all that yeah. stuff with the new what's the new Minkota called? The Quest. Quest. Yeah, that works with hummingbirds. That works with because you have to have your mapping yep. connected to the yep. trolling motor. Right. So if I'm running a Quest with Garmin's and yep. Lorance's, yeah, I'm gonna be. I, I don't I'm, have that option. Right. I'm gonna be limited to the remote or the app itself to, okay. to control it, and which may work just fine. You know, some guys say, okay, Scott, I see what you're saying, but I'm not going to mess with that. I don't really care. I'd rather have my, my, mm -hmm. my quest motor. Okay. That's fine. You know, again, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm trying to tell everybody the features and why you might want to use it. Yep. And if that is not something anybody wants to mess with, then that's totally fine. We're not going to push you that. And direction. then there might be guys who have multiple because they like yep. side imaging better for yep. one brand, yep. but they like the 2d or mapping yep. better for another brand. Yeah. Yeah, and then they may like their forward-facing sonar as a different brand. I mean, it literally. Yeah. So the three major, we're all over the map. I love it. Uh, <laughs> the three major maps, would you yeah. say, are are C maps, Navionics, and Lake Masters? Um, well, Garmin Navionics Vision Plus is like their premium map, and so it's it's built on Navionics, but the premium map okay. is is the vision plus that's the that's the garmin specific okay map. so there is a mapping that you only get on garmin yes okay. yeah and well it works with garmin um and then the navionics you know because garmin owns navionics at this yeah. point right and so 
you can get an avionics for a Lowrance. Yeah. Still. Well, that's a Garmin product, but, and that's why we designate it as an avionics because it's still going to go with Lowrance. Garmin Navionics Vision Plus is where we go get into the Garmin and say, okay, okay. this is for a Garmin unit. So, and then the C map. Yep. That's a, that's a Lowrance. That's a Lowrance only. Yeah. Yeah. Lowrance only thing. Okay. Uh, well, Simrad, but so you I know use the, the C map that's built into my Lowrance yep, a lot, but yep. then you've also, yeah, years ago, but you've also downloaded specific maps on, yep. not, not onto this one. I think I only have one map yeah. downloaded onto this, but then that's up front to where you were like, yep. Hey, you have this option, but look at this. Yeah. And then I also yeah. have the platinum Navionics right. that I buy. So then I can toggle in theory on a couple lakes that yep. have fished. I can toggle a little bit between uh, historical image Google yep. Earth. Yep. Uh, C map. Yep. Navionics. Yep. And yep. The Garmin Navionics. Yep. And that's the other thing, kind of talking about going back to the off season thing. Maybe it's time to upgrade your maps. Maybe it's time to understand our maps. You know, yeah. th- this is a good time for education. Um, yeah, you need map stuff on there. Yeah. So I know when I go to get it, that yeah. needs to be on the. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Again, it, the, the, it just, there's a bucket that's endless and it's literally trying to find the time to to do each video because uh, this is all stuff that is super important that the guys go to the lake and have it dialed in and they're maximizing their time on the water yeah. because they understand these little things because they have a Scott that they talk to, whether <laughs> it's at the, at the graph or yeah. whoever they're sponsored by that says, Hey, here's the latest and greatest. Yep. And they stop by and they update it for them or they're on top of this stuff. Yep. Like I have screwed the pooch several times over the last two years by not having the right mapping or the right thing set up. And of course you work with guys, but the guy's not going to say, Hey, you need this mapping. And if you set it to this, this stuff pops and everywhere this is there's fish. Yep. Wheeler was a perfect example. It was so freaking easy. Yeah. And the guys who had the right setup on the Decatur flats were like, Oh, you just go to these strips and, yeah. You fish the stumps on them, and I was not there with them. Yeah. And afterwards, I literally did it and was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Yeah, yeah. And and that's and that's what's at our fingertips, and that's what I'm trying to get. You know, just your everyday fisherman. Yeah. You know, and listen, a tournament anglers can benefit from it. That's what I'm trying to help. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help everybody. There's no them. excuse not to go in prepared to this, even yeah. whether when you're fun fishing, if yeah. you're spending all the time. Like, I yeah. get pissed at myself because I know that I yeah. have all this stuff at my disposal. Yeah. And I either don't know how to maximize it. Right. I don't know what I need to maximize it. Or some of it's just laziness of going, I don't want to use the brain power yep. to get all this yep. stuff dialed in. Yep. I got a chip. I'm good. Let's just yep. roll. Yeah. And it's and that's it. The chip is good. It's okay. It gives me some general knowledge. But there's so many features, you know. I mean, again, I, I kind of go back to, and, and specifically because I've done the video on it, but like with the Garmin Vision Navionics, mm-hmm. you know, plus card. Garmin Navionics Vision Plus. Too, too many words. Can we shorten the words? Yeah. Um, I, I showed the the raw sonar data. You know, I, I showed you how you could toggle to raw sonar data. That's huge, in my opinion, because it shows you, you know, you can start seeing bottom composition. And you showed that. Did you show that on the... Uh, yeah, I showed that on... I didn't get too in-depth in it because it was a, just a short... Again, that's a problem with social media is... I can't get as in depth and nerdy as I want to. Um, but you know, like I would use that and I would actually go mark boulders. Now the Northern lakes are a little bit easier because they're glacier and 
you know, Hey, I'm just, it's basically big gravel or sand flat. And then here's a reef and, and those isolated boulders stick up, you yes, know, can you see that? that's this stuff, right? So this, no, this is actually relief shading. Oh, that's that. That's actually not even, that's again. So that is good in itself, but the raw sonar data will show you like, Oh, that's drains. What they act, when they actually ran do it before it's gone through the computer yeah, to, yeah. to render it the whole nine yards. This is the render version. Pretty right. You know, they haven't made it look pretty well, fine. I, I kind of want to see the raw data because your little ditches, there's, there's ditches that I found that did not show up on, you know, my other stuff. Now, when I, when I knew it was there and I changed it back to the other settings, I'm like, Oh, okay. It is there, but it was so subtle that the raw sonar data is what um is actually what you know um revealed it that can be the difference in you being like you said you know you're gonna be fishing hey i'm fishing this and i'm 50 yards from where i should be from the mother load you know especially if you're fishing tournaments that can be the difference in cashing a check and not cashing a check you know and um and look i get it i don't i don't have the time to spend i spend too much time teaching this not enough time studying it myself mm -hmm. um to go fish the amount of tournaments that I'd like to, you know, but that's what, let me teach you guys. So you can go cash checks. I, I accept 10% commission on, is that no, that's uh, not how that works. Okay. Scott and clay. <laughs> I, I think uh, Scott just got in here. Here wasn't at the beginning. I, that was on me as the two discount codes or the two free <laughs> yeah. access codes. Yeah. No, you, neither of you guys have had them because just like mailing things as poor at getting those emails over to scott i will do <laughs> I, I will make sure leaves. to leave here with your information guys yeah, that that one's today. on i will make sure of from the last show uh yeah that's that's helpful stuff that's useful stuff yeah and this this is the time of year to to learn you know if, if you're gonna upgrade your electronics you know kind of take a step back real quick this time of year look back at the season what did you have a problem with mm -hmm. and what i mean a problem with not catching fish but as my boat sets here, did I have a, did I continually have battery issues? Did I continually have, um, transducer issues? Did I, you know, is there something that was just kept me from really catching, even if I was just fun fishing, is there something that kept me from enjoying my time on the water or maximizing my mm -hmm. time on the water and let's address it now. And if that means I've got to change out hardware, great. If I feel like, Hey, the unit itself was, was not, you know, my system is not up to par can I get it up to par Why by educating me and, and revealing the features that are here? Or do I need to go spend the money to upgrade units? And there is no one right answer because everyone's in a different situation. You know, some guys upgraded their units last year and haven't still have not maximized yeah. what they are. You don't need to go spend the money, you know, to, to get the latest and greatest. Um, you know, there've been several times I've, I've tried to talk customers out of buying from us because they, we had just upgraded them. Hey man, you don't need this. You're not gaining that much mm -hmm. more. You already have it here. You yeah, know? but there's some guys who just every time a new driver comes out, even if they're piping it down the fairway, they're yeah. looking to and, get and that, an extra half yard. Yeah, and that's a fine. At the end of the day, if they say I don't care, I want it, I'm gonna sell it to you. Yeah. But but I'm also not just trying to take your money just to take your money. Okay. We use me as a guinea pig. So I've got Okeechobee, Santee, and Lake Washita. The first three opens. It starts the beginning yeah. of February. That's gonna be here before we know it. Yeah. I got the cat in the garage right yeah. there. I can go out. I can mess with stuff. So yeah. based on our show today, yeah, that this is applicable for all the listeners. Here's what I've gathered. I need to do. Yep. My waypoint management is a disaster right yep. now. Absolutely. I need to go out and I need to spend 
some time organizing my yep. waypoints, getting a external hard drive, yep. getting a, uh, a hard side waterproof yep. pack, a bunch of 16 yep. SD cards, getting all of those. Yep. Uh, let's assume I've got to use this boat for the first couple of events in right. next year too. Yeah. Getting all of those waypoints managed, organized, save them to the cloud, email yeah. to myself, whatever I have to do to sleep at night to yeah. know that they're not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Then I wipe my units. Yep. Then I want to come back in and I want to look, at, I'm going to talk to you. I want to look, I want to make sure that my Garmin's updated. I yep. want to make sure that my Lawrence is updated because even if I don't like it or there's a glitch or something, yeah. I have, I have several months to yeah. understand it. Correct. Then I need to look at what mapping I need, whether that's getting on a forum, talking to you, yep. looking at it and figuring out what map I need for Okeechobee, Santee, and Washita, yeah. my first three. So whether that's ordering a subscription deal to get the Navionics right. Platinum for $100 yep. a year, the plus on my garment. Mm-hmm. So now I've, I've got a clean unit. All my waypoints are organized. Yeah. It's maximized, and I've got the right mapping. Yeah. And then I'm good to go. So I know when I go there yep. that I'm optimized instead of, like, this is what's most likely going to happen if I don't force myself I'm going to have five to 7,000 waypoints <laughs> yeah. with 50 trails. Yeah. And I'm going to turn it on and I'm going to be like, I wonder if the C-map's the best for Okeechobee. Yep. 100%. Now's the time to do that research, you know, and not just for Okeechobee because Okeechobee is the first event. Is that right? Yeah. So you've got the most time between now and Okeechobee. Mm-hmm. From there is the season kicks off and it starts rolling fast. You yeah. get less and less time, right? Um, because not just because there's not a, the, the time between events is less, but also, you know, you've got to come run BTL, you know, that's, you, you've got to go make a living, you know, and apply that to every guy out here. Yeah, I'm not making a living with my open drum. Well, I'm just saying if you are great, but you know, <laughs> take that to your, your everyday guy that's out here, you know, even if he's fishing weekend tournaments, when season kicks off, you start having tournaments every month or every two weeks or whatever it is or whatever you're fishing. Oh, and then by the way, you've got a day job. You know, mm-hmm. and so now is the time that you've got the most gap. So, so do the scouting on, yes, learn Okeechobee, but at the very least, make sure that the maps you have mm-hmm. are set up for every event you have. That way, when you go to that, you're like, say, okay, I know I feel good about the maps I have. I feel good about my waypoint management for that. So I'm going in at clean and I can just focus on finding fish and studying and understanding this, this body of water, of what's going on. Uh, because at the end of the day, until you actually get to Okeechobee, you don't know what the weather is going to be. You know, there's, there's so many factors that you can't, you can do a lot of pre-practicing before you practice, but you can't actually know what the fish mm-hmm. are doing until you get there. Uh, Black Friday sales going on through Black Friday. You know, um, yes, yes. I mean, that short answer is yes. There's probably going to be some that are going to filter into, you know, through December as well. But Black Friday is always the big one. Um, you know, we're going to have the, we are going to have the Garmin 93s. The, you want to talk about a great intro unit into. Uh, nine incher. Yeah, nine incher. That's what I ran I say for, you ran for four years. Yep. Up yes. until this past year. Yeah. So we'll have those, you know, for 700 bucks. It'll come with the GT54 side imaging transducer, which is not a bad starter unit. Um if someone's trying to get into it, but it's cheap. Um, and I'm going to, we have the LVS 32. So we get special buys with Garmin from time to time. Mm -hmm. And these are actually refurbished. And now people say, Oh, I'm scared of a refurbish. Well, let me explain what a refurb actually is. These are units that got sent out when they originally sold and they had an issue within the first 30 days. They sent, got sent back to Garmin and Garmin looked at them and said, Hey, 
we're going to refurbish them. Well, they sent them back to their factory and have their factory go back through them and basically replace the guts. They put them back together and they test them and they say, Hey, these are new units. If you had them set side by side, you never, even know the difference, but they know that they've been installed. And so in good faith and good conscience, they can't go sell them as new units because they technically they've been installed, even though you would never know it because they've been completely redone. They've been repaired. They've been repainted. You wouldn't know. They come with a factory one-year warranty. I think I pulled it up. The Garmin Echo Map UHD 93 SV with the GT56 UH. I love saying this. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> TM Transducer Plus Panoptics Live Scope LVS 32 Transducer Factory Furbish. So that is the black box, the deucer, and the screen. Yeah. That is you are you are a scoper. You're a scoper at that point for less than two grand. Yeah, and so that wow, that, less than two grand. Less you're than two in grand. It. Less than two grand. And that specific one right there, that's actually a different Black Friday sale that oh, I've been okay. running. That is a GT56. That is the latest and greatest transducer uh, from Garmin from Side Imaging. Um, so we're going to have that, and then we're getting ready to launch because I I can't launch it yet because you know mm-hmm. Garmin says, hey, don't do this. This is a Black Friday deal. Um, but the 93 oh, with GT54 you. is what's coming. But those are the GT, the same unit with the GT56. So it's going to be just a little bit more expensive than the GT54. But yeah, less than two grand, you can get into your scoper for less than two grand. No. So that's just. And then sign up for the Bass Tank Academy yeah. and get more. Well, and that's it. Sign up for the Got Academy it. and then you start earning credits. You start earning rewards. And probably May is when we'll issue our next. Um, so you'll get it. Five percent back on every dollar you spend. Trevor, that's a nine-inch screen. I like I said, I ran a nine-inch screen for yep. four years. I was so happy with the nine-inch screen that I just went with a ten-inch this year. Yeah, and I'm going with the twelve next year. I think just because I can. Yeah, but yeah. I would have absolutely no problem running a ten. Right. Or listen, everybody and everyone says, "What screen do you want?" And full disclosure, buy the biggest screen you can mm-hmm. afford. And, and I go with my buddy Juice all the time, and he's got a nine-inch screen yeah. and the thirty-two. Yeah. And I switch between my 10 and 34 and his 32 and yeah. the nine. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't feel like I'm missing fish fishing with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's now, is it as crisp and clean and correct. easy? Yeah. I'm used to what my 34 yeah. and the 10 looks like, <laughs> yeah. but am I looking at his going, boy, we'd be catching a lot more. If, no, no, that's no, it, that, that's the thing about it. Full disclosure buy the biggest screen you can afford 100%. But if you're saying, man, I really don't want to spend that kind of money. Dude, you're going to catch a lot of fish. There's probably been more fish caught with a 93, like nine inch unit mm-hmm. than any other of them. Just because when it first came out, that's what everyone did. And when you add in all the crappie that have been caught with that nine inch screen, you know, bass that caught that nine inch screen before we. Trevor says he's looking at it, but a nine might be too big for his kayak. Now you know, nine inch no, on the kayak. Absolutely. That's the perfect that, size. I'd say that would kayak. be a perfect size for a kayak. Yeah. We actually. Um, one of my installers actually has a kayak and we've got go, him set up. You don't want to go any smaller than a no, nine when you're no, scoping. No, nope, not at all. Because the only size smaller is a seven and you're going to yeah. hate your life. You don't want to go bigger. I mean, you could get away <laughs> with a 10, but I mean, actually, what's he saying? Put a 16 on that kayak. Dude. Come on, let's go. What's that one? Uh, who was I? Oh, Rick was talking about it. We're seeing those. I think there's a couple guys running them this year. Those, and you talked about them last time, the 22 inch screens out of Canada. Oh, the MBT. Yeah. 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 So um, we're actually in the process of becoming a dealer for him. Oh, no joke. Yeah, absolutely. So that's uh, cool. Yeah. So that's a, uh, that's a cool little deal where it's a cheaper way to get into a bigger screen um, than what you would have to pay for a 22 inch, you know. But you put your screen in the boat and then it connects to yeah. that. Yeah. Basically it's mirroring um, the, 
the other screen. So basically what you would do is you'd put like an 8,000 series Garmin at the console and then you would network it. I wonder that. if that's, oh yeah, it's been like that. Oh, interesting. I went to MBT Marine and it's all uh, Jacob Fouts. He's been in the news a little bit lately. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. So yeah, we're, we're in the process. Um, uh, I, I talked to him just well, probably a week or two ago and um, MBT. NBT. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, he's got, he sent me all the paperwork. It's just, it's on me to get it done. And so we can set it up and get it on the website. So you need anybody to test stuff. Yeah. Are, are you look, if I need someone to break stuff, that's, that's, I don't break stuff. No, you don't break stuff. You I do not break stuff. Cause you won't try anything. You're scared to touch. I will stuff. try an MBT screen. Yeah. Matt's too scared to touch stuff. And can that's I why. scope on that thing? Oh yeah. That's, I mean, that's the point of it is to get a big scoping screen. 100%. I've got it pulled up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm serious. We might have to talk about that. Okay. We might have to cool. see what it would take to get into one of those. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a discussion. What would the wind resistance be like that? Like Rick was talking about, <laughs> he's like, well, every graph you put on is like a mile and a half. Yeah. He's not a big fan of weight on the front of the boat, obviously. Yeah. yeah. He's all, he also puts the most crap on the front of his yeah. boat too, but <laughs> yeah. he's, you know, yeah. he wants people to be like, I got, you know, an 80 mile an hour cat. But yeah. Like yeah. what is the wind resistance on that? I mean, I guess you have to run with it completely parallel, I guess. So, so I mean, that, dude, that is something, and, and you, it sounds like you got into it yesterday and that's something that people understand. Oh, I lost a mile and a half or I lost, I lost this speed. I've done this with this prop guys. I felt it. You know, I felt it on the front of the boat with every time you add a graph and every time you add 360, the nose of these boats are designed. Manufacturers don't, they take into consideration the graphs, but they can't, completely and they don't know what the hell you're going to freaking strap right. up there that's right i mean it's how could you even possibly do it because there's so many different configurations right um and by the way the trolling motor graph companies they don't really care about aerodynamics they're trying to get you a good good piece of electronics that that has x features the bow manufacturers are one that care about aerodynamics and you know um hydrodynamics the, the whole nine yards those two don't really mesh and so when you put a unit up there, it, and I'm not saying don't do it because obviously we're going to, but just keep in mind of every time you put a graph in there, it's going to affect the way the boat handle. It may affect your visibility. You know, there's a, there's a, a lot of guys that like these mounts that are up Yeah. and, and I'm not against them at all. We saw them, we install them dead center, someone that you didn't see, but you have to keep it in mind and pay it extra attention because you don't want to get into a wreck. You know, uh, because I can't see like, mm -hmm. so, and, and for me personally, I don't like them up there. I like them lower down. I like them more, more flush the bottom. But, um, now sometimes I'm out there scoping all day. I'm like, well, I, I like wish I could up. raise it. I like, that's why I like yeah. the bead down. Yeah. And that's it. And, and beat down is a prime example. I love their mounts. Um, and I do like that you can lower it. You know, it's, it's pretty easy just to boom, take it down. And that's, that's one thing that's really, really good about that. And, and we've seen a, um, We've seen a gravitation, you know, a kind of a little bit of a shift with some of those extendable where they either fold down or something. They've recognized, hey, mm -hmm. we need this to kind of not be up there. So, yeah, beat down is, is fantastic from that standpoint because it's rigid, it real quick drops, and then I can take off and go. So, I need an AquaView, the MBT Marine <laughs> screen, and a saltwater transducer. All right, let's on go. A turret. All right. <laughs> okay. And a 360. Yeah, let's. And then I'd also like to put a, yeah. a couple of, uh, off of each power pole in the back. Yeah. And then I want one shooting straight down. Okay. And All then right. I'd like one, want, uh, a 34, no, a 34 well. down. Okay. And then a 34 out 
Okay. And then a salt water on a turret. Okay. All right. And uh, what are we going to do for perspective? I mean, you forgot that one. Oh, yeah. Can we put another? Yeah. Can we put a turret on each side? Yeah, put a turret and on each side. let's put perspective you know? on one and, and the salt and I'll, water I'll on tell the you, other. I'll tell you what. I'll do another different. I'll, I'll set up. I'll, I'll wire it um, where they're automatic. So they're just constantly sweeping back and forth. And then you can just override it. Just slow. It. And yeah. then, uh, obviously, what I learned at Lake of the Ozarks was you need one while you're driving. Yeah. Like on a turret next to you so you can look up under docks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is linked. And then that goes to the the twin 16 so i can have mapping on yeah. one and then i yeah, also need to be able to have my aqua view so i can see yeah. it through that yeah and and, and, and then garmin and then you were gets you one of those old phones you know where you can put it in there and, and crank it and shock fish out of the is that too far did we go too far you know what all of that is being done this year at the top level and somewhat the like what i said that was kind of a joke but but at not the same time it's not a joke it's not a joke it's at the top level, fine. Did I mention know. any? Did I leave anything out that guys are doing? The only thing that I think you're going to start seeing is as people are leaning more and more and more and more heavily into forward facing sonar, you're going to start seeing these trolling motors show up on the back of boats, the, the brakes, if you will. And so, what they are is they're literally trolling motors that are pointed backwards. They oh, give you yeah, reverse I've heard thrust. about this. I think you're going to start seeing this trickle And then in. you hit the button, and then instead of washing the fish out, you see a fish 80 feet in front of you, and you hit it, and they go, and yep. it keeps you 80 feet from it. From, and then you can so actually So instead start, of having to spin it with the prop, going, yep. it's 20 feet yep. back, it just can slow you down. Yeah. And, I want those and, two. And you can keep looking at the fish. Because if you, right mm-hmm. now, um, now there's, Obviously, there's as neutral motor, the power pole move has a reverse button as well. The quest has a so the mm-hmm. prop will literally spin backwards without having to spin the trolling motor a different direction. Um, and so that works, but now we're still 20 feet closer and we're washing that fish out. Whereas these other guys, it's a good idea, but it is every angler has to decide how much is too much. Forget about if I've got all the money in the world, how much is too much on my boat? And I like a clean boat. I don't, I start getting annoyed if there's everything under the sun. Um, now I'm strongly considering running a 360 this year, especially when I go North. Yeah. You know, that's it just down here. It, okay. But when I go North, I'm probably going to have a 360. Uh, Cause when I'm looking for those rock reef edges, you know, it, I can see it with live scope, but I can position the boat better if I can see it on 360, you Was know, the MBT, a touchscreen. Yes. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it. Fine. We'll talk about it. I'm just saying. Yeah. We can't do it with your, your current echo maps though. It has to be an 8,000 series. So, well, 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 there's some things we need to talk about in Iron but, but I also heard, can you like link a Lowrance and the Garmin into it? That one, I don't know. He may hey, look. He's a he's a smart dude, and so he's always on working on stuff. So it wouldn't surprise me. I, if don't, he, I don't need that. It would be cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. What else we got to get in here? We are an hour and fifty minutes in, Scott. Uh, I mean, I I wanted I wanted to I didn't want to hijack it with with sales, but I do want you know I do want everyone to know this <laughs> Black Friday because if I can save anybody money, I want everyone yeah, to know about it. it so so we got that going. Um, any questions we need to answer? You know, I hate I hate not coming on here and giving anybody some well, questions. We answered some questions at the beginning, but I think we went through, oh, will the force be on sale? No, the force will not be on sale, unfortunately. 
Uh, Landon Tucker's watching this from his honeymoon, I think. <laughs> Landon, aren't you supposed to be on your honeymoon? Man, I appreciate the pub, but brother, you know. Uh, is there a mount coming out that allows the live to be mounted around the trolling motor shaft? For the quest? I guess. Is that the question for the quest? I don't know. He doesn't say that. So the quest is a square shaft, yeah. and that's going to become a problem. Was so. that like a salty decision, you think? No, I mean, according to Humminbird, that's because the amount of torque in okay. the, um, you know, for, for moving the trolling motor back and forth, they had to go to a square shaft. Um, I would think that's more of a, I don't think it's a direct thumb at, thumb at the other manufacturers. I would think that's more of a, from a technical and a, I don't want to say an oversight because they know that they're already making one, a bracket for their mega lives, but at some point, someone's going to come out with it. It'll be interesting. Just, just a side note. I think it'd be interesting to see how everyone reacts to this. Is are the other two manufacturers going to start making a mount that fits that? Is Johnson Outdoors going to make a mount that fits that so for the others? Yeah. Yeah. So right now, if you want to run a quest with a an active target or a live scope, you have to barrel mount it. That's your only option on the quest right now. Now, at some point, a third party, someone out there, is going to start three D printing one, and then yep. there's going to be start injecting molding one at some point um i would tell you that i i know probably who's going to do it first just because i run their mount personally as well um and i bet you they're already spinning it up ready to go so it, somebody will come out with it but i think it's gonna be a third party and most likely that's what the manufacturers the other guys are going to say hey you know what we're just gonna let a third party do this we're not going to get into that and so it's just kind of fun to see all the competition that's a lot of info dude it, okay yeah it is no just the whole show oh is it good yeah, i hope like it is good, I want, like I, but it was like understandable info good, i feel like good. it was pra a practical show well good that's Not what i want to abstract <laughs> yeah. yeah down the wormhole show yeah. it, we went down the wormhole but just in practical <laughs> but practicality yeah like well, good. you can actually do something with that yeah and, and, and that's on that's Amazon, what on ebay bass tank yeah the bass tank.com yeah the bass tank.com yeah um no and i hope so because that's what i i want it to be always and um you know, every time I come on, I'm like, man, I hope I can provide good information today. And then Matt never disappoints. He's full of questions. So, well, I mean, if there's some people that are like, well, you just use the show as your personal sounding board to figure out. I'm like, well, hell yeah. I asked the stuff that I want to know, <laughs> but, but understand he's got my cell phone. Like he calls me too. And sometime, but in full, in full disclosure, guys, I, I, one time or not, let me start over here. I, learn what my customers need or what people need. Like where I focus my energy is when if I'm getting a question all the time, I'm like, Hey, this is important to everybody because I don't know all the questions in the world because I'm constantly get so stuck in my own world of trying to break stuff. I don't know if it's applicable or not. You know, like, I don't know if anyone's ever even run into this issue, but here it is. It's some obscure thing that I've tried to do. And you asked how I knew some of that stuff. Sometimes I'm just trying to, my brain said, I said, like I said, I wonder, mm -hmm. but what happens is if I get a question enough, I say, Hey, we need to talk about this because, and Matt's a good example. I, that's why I, I've ragged on you. Cause I'm like, I like Matt because he's not afraid to just ask questions that oh, some yeah. people are maybe afraid to ask because unfortunately the internet and social media is not a friendly place. You know, a lot of forums, guys are asking legit questions and that's the other side I get argued with. I've, I've had to stop posting at all answering questions on forums because guys argue with me and I'm like, dude, you're spitting non-truths here. And I'm literally, literally trying to help this guy. And it's just, it's a no win situation for me. You know, I'm like, 
I've messaged people directly sometimes like, Hey, call me. I will literally have a conversation with you and explain to you why to do this. I will walk you through it step by step. And it's, it's tough, but that's where you're good at saying, you know what? I'll play the, I'll play the dummy role here, but you're asking questions that guys out there are, you know, so, so don't be ashamed of it. No, <laughs> uh, check out the, like I said, black Friday deals, the bass tank.com bass tank Academy uh, link to that is in, uh, will be in the, uh, YouTube yeah. and iTunes bio. Um, any other questions you guys can direct to my social media or email me mad at bassing.com. Yeah. I can put you in touch with the right, right person as, as, as just as far as that stuff's concerned. And then, uh, uh, we'll get the codes out to the two. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave with your information. I'm not going to let him forget this time. So, We'll get it. Anything else? Am I missing anything else? I mean, there's there's always more we could go into. We could turn this into a five yeah, hour show. Edward, I'm done going into anything deep. Yeah, so my capacity stops at a minute <laughs> fifty three seconds. So I, I think that's it then. You know, unless there's one glaring question there from a, from a listener that you need to answer. Other than that, I think we're good, man. Not that I see. Thanks for making the drive down, Scott. Always that's appreciate right. it. Always enjoy it, and always learn a ton. All right, I appreciate you having me in the studio. All right, tomorrow, Mike McClellan. Jones BTL to talk about his decision to return to Bassmaster. I don't know if he's going to go into that. They had a chance to return to the and he's going all nine. And he's also probably the most decorated angler in the open, or not. Five eight series win, a million dollars in earnings. Uh, we'll talk to him. I just got a chance to hang out with him at Table Rock last week for an entire week. Uh, in good spirits, excited. Get back on. Well, I mean, he's not thrilled to fishing the Bassmaster Opens out because he's a yeah. top level talent, but he's excited for the challenge. How does that sound, Scott? That sounds like a challenge, but yeah, good. Got a fire in his belly. And then no show on Thursday because it is Thanksgiving. Hopefully, everybody will get to spend it with uh, family and loved ones and have uh, safe holiday travels. Uh, oh, tomorrow we're also having the winners of the uh, uh, Logan Parks Chaos high school college fishing on i will give it to logan parts he's elite series rookie he's on top of it man he's like hey here's what's going on i yeah. want to talk about it here are the winners do you want those guys to come on and talk about it i respect the hustle so yeah, i was like yeah absolutely. jump on for a segment yeah absolutely. we'll talk to a couple kids for a minute so all right this has been another edition of fast talk live we'll talk to everybody tomorrow later